Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What's up, Gypsy Gang? We're back for another episode of the Gypsy Dots Podcast. No, seriously, what's up, Gypsy Gang? Um, We're back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales Podcast podcast my guest today y'all know him y'all love him i love him mike sleater uh look we've been a bit dry on supercross companions lately um because oh mate wrangling cats streeter had a bloody kid that was pretty selfish of him the kid had a birthday that was pretty selfish of the kid mike sleater and his family a friend with guy like it's just it's pretty selfish on everyone's behalf to be honest um they should all want to stop and do what i want them to do at every point in time um but nah seriously uh it is kind of hard to make supercross companions happen all the time we will be back for the finale uh me sammy uh streeter maddie sleeter the crew will be in here ronan who knows if he'll show up um but yeah so with that in mind um there's been so much happened in the last few weeks since our soupy companion hiatus that i thought i'd get sleeter um back in the building just have a bit of a power a bit of a chit chat he's been here three months and i legit have only hung out with him when he's been in the studio um which i'm not mad at we're both busy people he started his new job at mx store which is pretty dope had a bit going on race one thaggy so there's there was a bit to talk about um so yeah this is three hours of us uh bs and about soupy um some of my favorite stuff to do to be honest uh speaking of mx store we're actually brought to you by the legends at mx store you can head to mxstore.com.au buy yourself a set of knee pads that's what i did bought myself some liette knee pads after being brainwashed by ryan hughes for three hours on the topic um i actually need to go after work to mx store i did the old click and collect on an airbox cover i had a bunch of people hit me up on instagram when they saw i was washing my bike with my air filter exposed um look i put the cover back on i put like the plastic but i broke the cover so i uh bought one of them on click and collect super easy so i will just be going there this afternoon uh and picking that up you can do that as well if you're in the burley area uh, but if not order before 2 p.m and you get same day shipping mxstore.com.au we're also brought to you by the guys at Boost Mobile. You can head to boost.com.au to join Australia's best prepaid service provider. Uh, you can also buy yourself a refurbished phone from there. That's what I did. Uh, it works amazing. Um, we're brought to you by the guys at Fist Handware. You can head to fisthandware.com uh, and you can basically go ham on the chapter 15 collection some epic stuff. Um, I don't put my grubby little mitts in anything other than Fist. Uh, 
You can also head to dixonquality.com.au. It is flannel season in Oz, um, and you'll definitely see me repping. Good flannel, man. You can't beat it. Uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at Crush Oz. You can head to crushoz.com. Uh, I take my bike washing pretty seriously, um, and I need a serious product to wash that serious bike washing process with. Uh, Crush Oz. Australian company, they put a lot into both mountain biking um, and motocross industry. They support a lot of great people. They've supported us since day one, pretty much. I think they're our second sponsor. So you can head to crushoz.com. Their bike wash bucket is the easiest thing in the world. Literally everything you need is in there. They got like the scrubbing brush. They got the uh, obviously bike wash. They've got chain degreaser. They've got uh, rotor wash. They've got aftercare products. They they got it all. Um, it's such a good little bucket. Pretty much like what what the ideal thing to do is you get the bike wash bucket. Once you use all of the wash, like the bike wash, that's what you go through the most. Just restock on that. Um, they do 20 liter drums. I've got one of those on the way uh, and you are sorted. Uh, speaking of sorted, if you're in the market for a new or used car, you can head to crickstweed.com.au. Uh, give them a buzz, ask for Kyle and they will get you sorted. Uh, I've been running the Triton for over 12 months. As you guys know, I freaking love the thing. Um, those guys have been awesome to deal with. They're awesome supporters of Australian Motocross uh, and this podcast. So if you are in the market for a new or used car, just head to crickstweed.com.au. Um, new merch is on the way. I think there's still a little bit of stuff on gypsytales.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channels if possible. Um, shoot me a message on the gram uh, and say what up. Other than that, Mike Slater, take it away. This is our topics. Love it. Actually have been semi-organized today for you, mate. Are we rolling, right? Did you know I was the first guy to wear a neck brace in Supercross? No, we should talk about that. that. That's what you see that he called the neck brace, right? So it's like, I do have some... You've got some neck brace knowledge. Yeah. Hang on. Pete. Good mate, how are you? Yeah, fucking oath, mate. All right, you'd be proud of me. I actually pulled my bike fully apart to wash it. Yeah, that was for you, mate. She was fucking dirty. Out to clean behind the ears, that's for sure. <laughs> um, hey, I just got Slater here. We're just starting the podcast. So I'll give you a buzz back later. Alright, that's it. Yeah, I will, surely. So, <laughs> we good, Rones? Fuck, you tell him to get the studio ready. Hey, we good? You we're sure? On. We're on. Are you sure? Fully on. The boys are on. Mike Slater, welcome back. Yes, it's, it's good to be back, man. I pretty much have literally since you were last here in the studio i've probably sent you like 40 fire emojis and applied <laughs> a story like it's really like two phone calls yeah we we've been living separate separate uh, like yeah. lives essentially on two wheels which is good yeah. I've, I've been south you've been north we yeah but at least we're doing stuff yeah we are we're oh. not we're not sitting idling twiddling our thumbs yeah you're one of those mates where i'm like 
I'm probably not going to talk to you that much <laughs> until you're in here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're wide open. But I was going to say, you're doing heaps of shit. I've been doing heaps uh, yeah, of shit. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm I'm proud of both of us. Yeah. We're going the right direction. Yeah, I reckon. Tre- trending. <laughs> we're, tre- we're trending. trending the right but I think it is pretty funny. You're like, yeah, fuck, we're going out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll see you for the podcast. We're in Australia. Fucking hang yeah. out. No, no, just work. <laughs> so uh, I've got a bit of a show notes, but we don't have to get into them just yet. Yeah. Um, Because just have just a general chit chat how was one thank you man that was an experience like typical sleeter fashion yeah i'll just do it like if i'm gonna experience it i want to like not watch i want to get into it i i as i moved to australia before i moved i just life was very daunting with the move moving Mm. my family for myself and sarah so writing really just took complete backseat like mm. priority wasn't to get ready for round one at one thing yeah so um i i got my family here safe sound got my roots in the ground like on the surface they're actually not in the ground yet and yeah. rosie from gas gas per like our banter yeah, yeah. she hit me up and then my connection with brad hagey the the current ceo of uh um, ktm group australia they trusted in me to come race the 125 so i'm like sweet I'll go ride my brother-in-law Luke's KX450 and prepare one day before. So I rode, I think in the last five months, four times before one Thaggy, drove, uh, flew down, uh, got picked up by Connor there, and yeah. we went to the track next door to one Thaggy. Which looked epic. Dude, this place was like the Stewart compound for like sand track. Wow. The same guys that prepped, um, is Beaton's brother, I think, used yeah. the place to facility. Yeah. He prepped want thaggy oh. as well and they did an amazing job with prep they didn't dig in they brought sand on top they dug down i mean just impeccable i, I did a little vlog got to meet the kids that own yeah, the dad that owned the that. house kids they're yeah. just such rad little kids and that was my whole purpose like once again just diving in being ingrained in the culture meeting people like i'm in a van like i wasn't pitting in next to tanty's epic looking bike i was in the van behind the truck bone stock bone stock bike with a fmf silencer um we went up point two bar yeah I didn't even run a scoop tire. I just ran a production Maxxis tire. Fuck that. Yeah. It, I, I don't ride sand. Like I've, I don't ride sand. Dude, often. they make such a big I, difference. I didn't say they didn't, but we just, <laughs> I didn't know how, I, I didn't prep it. I just, yeah. I went and didn't care. Everyone was saying, what you just said, I was on the line and everyone's like, dude, no scoop tire. I'm like, I don't care. Like I'm going to, I'm not prepared. Like that's yeah. the last thing I, I could have lost five kilo and been more prepared. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, I'm, I, I had a great time, met a lot of epic people. Um, one of the one of my little things I took away from it, I was on the starting line before Moto Two, and uh, one of the dads comes up to me, he's like, "Hey, mate, uh, I just want to say thanks for being here." And I'm like, "Oh man, I'm just happy to be here." He's like, "And also, my kid doesn't think you're from America." I'm like, "What? Why?" He's like, "Cause you ain't whinging about the fucking track." <laughs> like, and and. That I can see is like Americans kind of coming off pretentious and yeah. we're better than this. But I think when Americans come to Australia, it's like a last ditch effort to like rebuild a career. Yeah. So they're probably not in the best shape and shit. They're mentally like, oh, what the fuck am I here? Like, where yeah. I'm like, man, this track is, if this, like Regan Duffy, Kyle Webster, those kids, like they can be something because that was a world class track amongst a lot of other riders. Yeah. But that track was world-class rough as in like had every aspect of what a world-class facility would have. Yeah. We didn't have the huge crowds. We had great racing, 
great. There's I think the TV show w- went really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the paddock looked really good with the KTM group bringing back Husky KTM and Gas Gas. Yeah. So I'm getting a little bit of uh, the better part of the new beginning. I think of yeah of Australian motocross and it was rad. Like like I said, the core group was there and I think it's something that needs to continue to move forward. Yeah. What do you think of the racing and from the the big boy classes? I didn't see a ton of it visually. Like I was trying to work yeah. on my bike and get fresh, yeah. but um, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was more like my quads. I, I I didn't get arm pump as bad as like just like squats and core breaking yeah. down just from lack of time. But um, Regan Duffy really impressed me. Like the kid, I didn't even know He's of him. Bullshit, eh? I, I I this is what's rad. I didn't know much about him at really? all. And the little groms across the street were like, "Who's gonna win?" They're like Regan Duffy. He is local. He does live across the street from the track. But you can't. It's still race day. Track shapes up different. He, yeah. He is. Uh, he shook my hand when I met him, and just I'm like, "This kid's bad." Just <laughs> squint farm hand. Just, yeah. Um, I'm a fan. Like I wasn't you, not a fan. I just wasn't aware. And you wait till you see him at Manji Mart, bro. I was so pumped to You're see. You're gonna shit your pants. Uh, good to see Todd Waters. Like, yeah. you know, Meddy. Yeah. The old boys, like they were holding it down. Um, I think the depths there is the CDR boys had a rough weekend altogether. Yeah. Um, seeing that that truck meeting that team, like I said, I just had a. You just I fanned used, out. I, I used the opportunity to fan out and just get a, get amongst the the, the the industry in Australia, and then. Yeah. The positive cherry on top was I got to spend some laps on a cool motorcycle. What did you think of the gas gas? Obviously, I'm Obviously. very very familiar with these bikes, but I didn't. The jetting we had some different specs than standard slightly, but as I said, the chassis was standard and it was it was not holding me back. Um, we could go on softer and stiffer, and it was a very good platform to work with. I I I got good starts, and like I said, I'm I'm not the leanest I've been in a while, so. <laughs> I think going into round three, I I I'm I've ridden a little more now, and and I'm getting more stable here, so I'll be able to. And, and it's not going to be as sandy, if, yeah. if not at sand at all. So sand, I mean, I love sand. I'm just not experienced like like some of the boys, like Dylan Long, just made me look silly. You know, like it was fun. Like I I, I don't. There's no pride. Like no, yeah. I don't care. I'm 40 years old and get to race at a pretty good level still. I think so. Yeah. I, I it was a win. And that class looked pretty fun. Like, yeah, Jack Simpson, one of the coolest dudes in Australian motocross, but doesn't really race that much anymore. Pretty sick that he's got a lane to, like, be around but not be super serious. Same thing with Dylan Long. He's definitely not taking motocross that serious (laughs) at the moment. (laughs) But But it gives him a sick platform there at the races. Like, it looks super fun. I was very interested in it. You know, and and I made a, a post on my Instagram about like, man, I questioned myself a little bit on the line. Like, man, I'm 40 years old. I have two kids. I missed a soccer game for my son. What am I doing down here? Like, just like, do I need to be here? Like, and then the gate drops and it's on. Like, yeah. it's fun, right? Yeah. But that's it. Like, that, that gave me a place to, I still, I don't question, it's not a fear. It's more of like a professional question. Like, why am I yeah. doing this? Yeah. Because I had fucking fun. Yeah. I got to meet really good people. And if I'm able to still go have fun on the expense from gas, gas and tell the story with moto online, like then I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like I need to just not be so insecure about what I should or shouldn't be doing at yeah. my age. If I can still do it, then do it. As soon yeah. as I get scared of going to the first turn or scared of jumps, which I'm not, 
then that's when you stop doing stuff. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm stoked, dude. I'm stoked thanks. you got to go down there. Yeah, I appreciate that. I th- thanks some, you know, Rosie, Brad Hagee, Connor, the whole, it's a very small team at the KTM group in Australia. Um, Alex Gobert, Guy Streeter, all those guys for like, yeah. tr- we're going to do something cool with it. Tell the story of what a real person can do with a real motorcycle that's not factory. It's just yeah. production. Yeah. So it's rad. Nah, that's awesome, man. Thanks, man. Um, I need your help too, by the way, on my bike. Yeah, it's, we, it's we're getting in it. We're, get, yeah. we're getting bikes going. Yeah, we got to get that going because uh, Manjim up. <laughs> oh. We're doing it. It's a big trip. It is a big trip. It is a big trip. So my this is my rough idea. So I'm like kind of announcing this to everybody as well. So if you're listening and this is appealing or if this is a shit idea, this is open for feedback. Basically, I reckon me... So Jats is going to do it. So I'm going to get Jats. Jats has got to fly in though. Like he can't drive. Mm-hmm. So we get Jats. I'm surprised he didn't ride his bicycle there or something. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Honestly, I probably Sorry. would. Sorry. He, he probably, he probably would. <laughs> or like, he'd probably drive and ride a bicycle yeah, the on the back yeah, of the yeah. car. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Jats is going to fly in. Um, I've spoken to uh, a dude on Instagram about uh, the Bunbury Club hosting a Gypsy Gang Ride Day on the Wednesday. So then, can you look up, Ronan, can you Google um, Bunbury Motorcycle Club and try and get some images of that shit? Because this track is one of my tracks I want to ride in Australia. Um, Yeah, there you go. Bunbury Motorcycle. Yeah, see if there's images. Um, Dude, look at it, man. Wow. Look at that place. There's a few tracks like that. Look at that dirt. Yeah, it's like so. I've seen a bunch of like just and, cool and, and Instagram this, and this shit is on the complete west side. So we don't. This is not midway, huh? This is no. This, this is like we're <laughs> final out there. destination. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're out there. Um, but yeah, so I want to have. Uh, so we're gonna call it the West Coast Roast Tour because all we do is roast each other. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so we're literally driving to the rescue. Maybe you not so much. Like we're quite nice to you, but me and Sammy are pretty brutal <laughs> to each other. After thirty-four hours, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll after be that much of a drive. Um, but yeah, so Wednesday ride day, Bunbury, fully prep track, Gypsy Gang ride day. Thursday night, we rent out Manjim Up Town Hall for a live podcast. Unreal. You, me, Sam, Jats, Regan Duffy, Kyle Webster, Sam Hill. Man, I'm I'm I mean, That's a heavy I'm in Australia's greatest riders club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by insane. proxy <laughs> that's, that's guilty by association I'm, that's pretty awesome so that that's my idea for that so Sam, Sam Hill DM me and goes are you gonna race Manji and I was like if you do yeah and then he's like <laughs> so I'm if like Sam Hill oh man so that's happening so Sam Hill you racing Manji bruh please Sam please no don't don't ask him we're telling him <laughs> we're asking him but what if there's a world enduro on the weekend he's just gonna have to miss it no well, because his kid's racing oh there we go yeah his young his young boy's fully ripped his young father looks awesome on a dirt that's bike that's awesome man so Sam, Sam's got a RMZ 450 so uh, that'll be Thursday night and then the race is Friday so we'll be I reckon we'll try and get into WA Tuesday do bike prep have, yep, yep. Have, have a stretch have a map <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Bum, Bunbury on Wednesday podcast Thursday 
race Friday. And then we'll drive there, but I ain't fucking driving back. No, we got to hire. We got it. So if anyone in the Gypsy Gang is listening <laughs> and wants be to a, drive. They want to be an Uber for yeah. their own car. Yes. Yes. So we'll fly back. So anyway, that's the plan. And I think it's pretty good. Dude, that sounds like a pretty all-time experience. And that's what I'm all about, experiences. Mm. So, and then we'll take little skis with us. There we go, bud. Bust out some edits. Um, I've always wanted to do the Nullarbor. You'd literally see all of Australia. Like, I know. You that's, would drive that's, a line. Like, so my wife's like, I told her the initial. She's oh, like, yeah. what? No. What? Why? I'm like, once again, how else am I going to do it? I can read about it. I can watch it, but I want to do yeah. it. You know, You know, there's, there's actually a golf course on the Nullarbor. <laughs> there's a golf hole every 200 kilometers. Really? Yeah. So oh. it's because it's like 3,600 Ks or some shit. Oh, Jesus. Every 200 Ks, you can stop and play a hole of golf. That's It's like ridiculous. a golf course donation That's ridiculous. Yeah, so. Well. I'm keen. You heard it first, folks. Yeah. Across Australia. So, but I need you to help me get my bike. Because yeah. I, did, I did three 15-minute motos yesterday. Oh, man. Got me got myself <laughs> fucking rid of the skin off my hands. Oh, man. You need to toughen up a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. But my bike literally just kicked me around like a fucking... I gave it to Maddie because I was like, fuck, this thing feels pretty rough, eh? Like, you touched it. That's why. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Matt, Matt rode two laps and he's like, this thing's completely fucked. And I was like, okay, good. So, it's not me. I'm going to go back to the drawing board. It's thirty hours old, you know. You kind of get to yeah, a, you know you fast. get to a point where you like yep. tinker with it over thirty hours, and now you just like oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know where I am anymore. Yeah, just reset. It's always good to reset. Mm, so, Ref- refresh. So that's the uh, that's the plan. Love it, man. Um. So, should we get into the topics? Yeah, let's do this. Ryan Hughes podcast. Did you hear it? I did. I I um I messaged you about it. Yeah, I watched yeah, that's it. Right. I watched it. Um. Me and Ryan go way back. Yeah. I've known Ryan since two years old. Two? He, he was our neighbor in Escondido, California. My, what? Yeah. So, like, anyone that knows uh, Rhino, I know Rhino. Yeah. You know, I know the whole, I know this, why, how he got a scar. I mean, I know the whole gamut. Went to his father's funeral. No shit. Yeah, my brother's eight years my senior, was r- best friends with Ryan, very yeah. similar in age. Yeah. Um, wife Kat, what, his mom Kathy. Wow. Like, he has, you know, a brother Jeremy, older brother Jeremy, like... So I know Ryan, I, my mom picked Ryan up when he was 15 in, in his car running because he'd ran a marathon and was tired. Like Ryan's been Rhino since he was. So he's always been the way that he is. Yeah. And, and, you know, seeing his podcast with you, with you and, and, you know, Ryan is a very, uh, that charge, he's an emotionally charged person, right? Yeah, passionate. He's passionate. And he. He's gone through a lot of highs and lows, and you know his dad passed away. He should have won that. He was going against Damon Huffman, and I think it was ninety, ninety three. Yeah, should have won the one twenty five West title, and his dad passed away like two weeks before. Didn't make the main. That I mean, I can't even fathom right? yeah. that that night. And he just always had diversity, and you know, um, he always overcame it. Um, I, I think it, he has a lot of nuggets and he's in, he, there's entertainment there because yeah. some, there's some stuff that, you know, I, I poked at him this morning with my knee brace comment, yeah. like, and you know, he talked about like I, why I poked him was he talked about, like, I like to stir the pot. Well, if you can't dish it, Rhino, yeah, if yeah. you're going to dish it, you're going to take it. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. and he seems to be doing that better Yeah, because you used to not be able to take it. You know, you go back to him and LaPaglia fighting. Yeah. Like there's a lot of stuff, um, that he brings controversy, but what Ryan Hughes as a man has done is he lives it. He yeah. breathes it. 
he is into it. He doesn't fake it. He no. doesn't just talk about it. I think for me as as a professional in motorcycling is sometimes there's always the next best thing. Yeah. Right? Like he's really into this and that's the best thing and then it's really into that and the next best thing. So I think as he's gotten more wise, he's funneling into more of like a, a path that he's feeling more comfortable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and I'm not a psychologist, but like don't tell me that the ECC Suzuki that you're on now is better than your factory Honda 450. Yeah. Just because you're on that now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me that cycling's bad for you, but then you become a world champion cycling. Like yeah. there's been a kind of a circle thing and Ryan's kind of honing in because yeah. he's very, you know, he tells you, but that's just his way. And he's not asking for us to, um, nah. And we're in the whole motorcycles industry is talking about knee braces and neck braces. It's crazy. Because dude. of him. And you know what? It should be talked about. Yeah. But don't, don't. So thank you, Ryan Hughes, for being, putting yourself out there. And yeah. whether he gives a shit or not what people think of him, that's for only him to, yeah, to digest, right? Yeah. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But if he's allowing it to put himself out there where most people aren't, you yeah. know, I don't do it as much as he does because, yeah, I don't want my wife to have people talking crap about her husband or, yeah, because it's his opinion and he lets us know, he lets us know his opinion every morning. Yeah. So, um, I actually unfollowed Rhino for a period of time because I didn't want to dislike him because just for by exposure, by exposure. Yeah, because, yeah. But then it's just, it's just too damn entertaining. Yeah. Right. Like he's, he has a lot of good. I suggest if you haven't listened to the podcast with Ryan, he's on gypsy, go back and listen. He's got some nuggets of knowledge. If you're not into something, you're saying just give it five. He's going to get to something you like. Amen. Right. Like don't, don't just think it's the gospel, but yeah. there's pieces and parts through that podcast that I even, what I'm going through personally with living out of OGO bag, not having roots here. My wife thinks Ryan's a nutball yeah. and, and she knows Ryan's ex-wife very well. Jen there, yeah. she knows Rhino, but she's like, he is out of his mind. But then he had some talk about being, um, not on the podcast on his Instagram about being, having your roots in the ground and having yeah. a safe place. And when you're being, a, and we don't have that. Our family doesn't have that right now. We're not in an unsafe place, but we're not in our home. Yeah. yeah. And it, it hit, it hit me. And I was like, thanks for sharing that Rhino. So yeah. when you go back and listen to the last podcast with gypsy and ryan who's just if it's not for you in that moment give it five give yeah. it two it's coming it's gonna come back around and please hold me to that same yeah. standard yeah yeah like i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah yeah i fully am i'm so well aware <laughs> of it as well and it's like you're so right man there's a there's a fine line that you walk doing a show like for me as well i'm trying to be entertaining and i'm trying to make entertaining content I'm not a fucking university professor. Like, do not come to me for your education. Like, this <laughs> yeah, is, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a fine line because, like, you get some people on, like, Rhino just was spinning fucking game, dude. Like, yeah. straight up, take that shit to the bank. And then there's other parts where it's just, like, a passionate rant about, like, his opinion. So go into it and like know that that's what it is. There's a line between entertainment. It's like a platform to him to just say whatever he wants also take into consideration that you talk for four hours you pretty much forget what you're even doing 100%. and you just like get fully into the zone with it yeah but you're so right man like just that was kind of one of the that's kind of one of the things that's frustrating with doing this in general and i always try and caveat with it is like i don't agree with the things that my mom says all the time and i fully love her and i'll right. never not love her Absolutely. but i also don't expect to like agree with 
so much shit with what she says. This is still our, love her. These are our opinions. We, yeah, I, I am not the per, all, come all be all motorcycle test rider. Like, yeah. Never be. There's guys that are yeah. better. There's guys that are worse. I just love dirt yeah. bikes, yeah. mountain bikes, yeah. right? And and my family, but. I'll give you my, what I think is great. And I've had people from the gypsy gang message me that they love to hear what I say. And I yeah. people think I'm a retard. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I should use that word that I'm an idiot. So yeah. I think that and that's fine because I made the choice to come on the show. Yeah. I made the choice to talk. So if there's not any backlash, then this, we're not doing something right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Ryan Hughes is, 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 is a very dedicated human. Um, I'm excited. Rhino power is launching here, like the supplements in May 1st. And, and I get to be an ambassador for him. I had something going in the States of my own of trying to compete against him as in to bring it to Oz. It's that didn't happen. So I'm like, well, if you can't beat him, join him, join him. (laughs) And Ryan McCarthy, his partner and Rhino, I'm really stoked to be able to like be an ambassador and fly that Rhino power flag because the Lawrence boys, you know, you got some good ambassadors in Australia that are using the product globally. So, I think uh, it's cool that Rhino is Rhino and he stays core to his mantra, which could be for you or not for you, but you can learn something from that guy every day. Yeah. Yeah, it's dude. And man, people love Ryan Hughes. That <laughs> or ep- hate him. Yeah. Dude, that episode, a hundred thousand in four days. Yeah, he's on fucking iTunes, bro. That shit like that was for us. I mean, for fucking podcasts everywhere. Like, that's that's a big number. I even had my hosting company in America call me. They <laughs> never call me, <laughs> yeah, literally yeah. ever. And they were just like, dude, uh, who's this guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, legit. I was just like, fuck, man. But the feedback I got from pe- people saying how much they love that podcast and love Ryan Hughes. Like, dude, it was one of the coolest experiences of even doing this podcast to, like, I don't, I don't know like uh obviously people loved him before but just that chance for people to sit to listen to him because fuck i let him go you yeah know, i wasn't it, even really trying to steer the combo that dude, much people he didn't touch on he raced the broken jaw yeah north dude, carolina yeah, we didn't even yeah, talk like, about any he of that pushed shit. his bike up he lost a title multiple times due to certain things that happened one of them being his chain breaking last turn in steel city and he pushed his bike uphill to the finish line like he raced he broke his jaw in north uh, one of the first ever outdoor speedway supercrosses and i think it was north carolina south carolina got it wired shut raced thor gear jaws butt patch like people just don't what he has in him is yeah. very rare good bad or otherwise you have to respect his will yeah. and drive to want to be the best yeah did he make did he make mistakes he says how many mistakes he's made did he did he like just do the wrong things yes he did but if you're a uh, someone who hired him like mitch payton hired him because he was gonna get his best fucking every, savage he every knew time. he was getting a savage yeah like you you don't get any if you're hiring him for a forward-facing technical polished person you got the wrong guy yeah but rhino power product rhino power as a brand it's not fake news yeah. like it's yeah. what it is and yeah. he, he i've done adventure i we climbed the largest peak in north america which in in, in right next to mount winnie on our mountain bikes together and yeah, i right. i didn't summit i missed it by like it's kind of heartbreaking to be honest and he went with i was me and three other guys and rhino was one of them and um like i've been really cool stuff with him yeah. because he is just 
someone that He's holds so you accountable. He holds you accountable. Um, he he lives it. He breathes it. You can't say, well, you don't understand. He does understand. Yeah. He's lost his fa- He's lost a dad. Yeah. He's now had unfortunately a divorce. He's raised two very very great kids both are over 18 and successful in their own right it's like he's ticking boxes of accomplishment and yeah. whether you it's your way of doing it or not i judge a person kind of how they raise their children and evander yeah. hughes i shake his hand he looks me in the eye and he's firm grip and he's a he's he works hard and you know like i just i think a lot of that person of the rhino is just he's He's a softy and deep down. Oh yeah, he's softy, not not soft, soft as in like emotional, but caring, caring, yeah, and yeah. for him to be have a platform like Gypsy Tales and to be able to tell his story with the gloves off yeah. and not have to talk about the highs and lows of like a chain breaking as casing a triple, Jeff Emig cutting him off <laughs> in the air, yeah. like I think is is pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was it was an awesome experience, and man, like yeah, just the. Yeah, he, he was asking a couple of times, like, oh, how's it going? I was just like, man, people fucking love you, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. it is fucking crazy like, how much people love He you. messaged me back about me jabbing him about the knee braces. Yeah, and really? he's like, you should try riding without him, but if you're not riding with him, asterisk, if you need to have him to ride, asterisk are the best. I'm oh, like, that's sick. Like, yeah, see, he took the, he took the punch. Yeah. Right? Like, and, at, and at the end of the day, it's just fucking knee braces. Literally, yeah, who gives he, a fuck? Like, he, you have your opinion he, or not? Yeah, it's just... That's his opinion. That's his opinion. And he's like, and he's owning it. And he'll yeah. state all his shit. Cool. Like, agree. <laughs> but he better not... But if the rhino I know in two years, he better not say the next new knee brace is the best thing ever. Because that... that, yeah, that, that, that I don't know. So, maybe, anyhow. Hey, maybe. So, uh, the Nostradamus call, though, of like... So, there's people that miss the... Con- like, people, of course, missed it. There's a bunch of people that commented on the... Uh, the Marvin thing, the clip we put up on YouTube, and they're like, "This didn't age well." I'm like, "Dude, what did you listen to? This is aging like fucking fine wine." Yes, he literally. This is like the nuts and bolts of what Ryan Hughes said about Marvin. Right? He said, "Until he gets rid of his neck brace, he won't be able to get in the correct positions to go fast enough to win a race." Marvin Muscan took wine. off his neck brace. And went fast enough to win a race. Now, coincidence? You be the judge. But holy fuck, I've never, ever, ever got so many messages. I know. <laughs> as I know. when a fucking dude crossed the finish line as Marvin Musgrove. You know what's insane is is if a parent asked me about if their son or daughter should wear a neck brace, I'd say it's their decision. Mm. I'd never go on record because that's a big thing, right? Yeah. Like I, I just—it is pretty charged, eh? It's a char. It's a. It's a pretty. It's like a loaded gun. Yes. Right for the person giving the feedback, right? Which, sorry to cut you off, we'll pick up right where you left off. But that makes what Ryan said even more special, because like somebody's got to say it. I, in terms I of t- just totally just to agree. bring, so somebody's got to say it, not in the respect of like because he's right but because it should be a choice that you have like education on and when rhino says the things that he said and gives that uh anecdotal evidence that he thinks and then he says something about marvin marvin goes out and does it so like there is there is merit to what he said but what you said is right it should be your choice but if just because it is a loaded gun and you bite your tongue 
that's almost as bad as giving the wrong advice. I, no I, advice is I, as bad as the wrong I, advice sometimes. So I would give advice on it. And let me give you some history on the liat and like the neck brace movement, right? So in, in 2007, my younger brother passed away. I came up at a broken humerus from McGrath's um, little invitational he did where we all, oh, a bunch of us yeah. got with the ramps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I crashed off like the smallest double there and just got weeded. And so I was coming back from that super jacked. My brother just passed away. And was, I was that from riding? No, from cancer. Oh, okay. Testicular cancer. So Cole passed away then in December and before Anaheim won. And like the week before Anaheim won, Zach Osborne and I were at the KTM test track. This was Zach's rookie year. And this South African guy had this like neck brace thing. Yeah. And I wasn't riding very good. Like I, I, really, I was sucking to be honest. And I was kind of scared. Yeah. My arm was jacked. Like I was in a bad place. And Zach tried the neck brace before me. And you know how Zach's so small yeah, like, like hunched. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like not much better. But like I put this thing on. The guy was so rad to me. Kind of like lifted me up. I'm like, oh, I'll wear it. Yeah. So I wear it. I go to Anaheim 1. Doc Bodner, see, like, is we had a few bad. We had James Marshall, Tedesco, not long before that, all get paralyzed. There was a bunch of spinal cords. Tedesco cordage. get paralyzed. I'm as sorry, well. gosh, Fonseca, Fonseca. I apologize. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Ernesto Fonseca. Was, he, was Fonseca wearing a neck brace? No, though? no, no one was yeah. wearing neck braces at that time. Okay, right. And I, the irony of, yeah, like, of Fonseca is Donovan Mitchell. Most people don't know of him. Was an up and coming star signed with KTM in two in 1999 to ride 125 Supercross West. It was that day in the dirt, one of the first ones. Crash Fonseca landed on him. Not not yeah like, yeah yeah yeah. Just because of the flag irony. Yeah. Uh, Donovan's still alive to this day, and he's quadriplegic. Yeah right. One of the longest living uh, quads, and he's super successful. eBay. Then you go to San Diego Supercross. James Marshall does into a into. Uh, one of this staircase to flat into a turn. Yeah. To, uh, um, Fonseca lands on him like a month later. Fuck. Fonseca breaks his neck, paralyzed. So there's a bunch of these things that are happening. Ricky James gets hurt, mm. right? There's all these things happening in the state of motocross within the small. No- and the Liette Brace dude's son was a paraplegic. As I'm not well, sure. Right? I can't remember. I can't say or. I, I don't know. Yeah, okay. So I, I put it on just out of, honestly, a vulnerable state of my own. Yeah. Right? I go to Anaheim 1. Doc Bodner brings me on stage and tells me, and I do a display about it, right? Wow. Yeah, really crazy, right? And and um, I'm wearing it, and and I feel like I'm comfortable with it, whatever. And then, like, n- next week, I'm like, ah, oh, man, this thing's kind of bulky. I take it off. In that time, David Bailey puts out a YouTube video. Uh where he's now in a bad way. David's been behind the scenes for a while dealing with bed sores and everything yeah. from when he rode Ricky James's bike. Ricky James, David Bailey is the, one of the most iconic racers yeah. in the world that got Isn't hurt. his nickname called the icon? Yeah. yeah, and he hadn't ridden a bike since his injury, so like 30 years. Yeah. Then Ricky James made the first like paraplegic, paraplegic bike, yeah. right, with thumb yeah. throttle cage. Yeah. So everyone like kind of encourage David like we want to see you on a bike again well his insides didn't move around for that many years like that yeah he ended up almost dying because of his insides wow and he was on his deathbed essentially and heard about me wearing it he went on Facebook or whatever he did and made a post saying that like why is Sleater the only one doing it you guys all suck get on the floor with him and dance with him put on a neck brace 
right? This will save our. This will save the industry because he's in a vulnerable state. Yeah, yeah I was in a vulnerable yeah, state. Yeah, and then, then I wear it. Then Kevin Wyndham's like, dude, I, he's tail end of his career. He's like, I'll put it on. And then JG sees him put it on. Then they go out and podium and win the next race in San Diego. <sighs> so then what happens? <laughs> Liat yeah. just blows up and it's like well it's not hindering anyone everyone's wearing it and I'm not once again I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's good or bad it's yeah, your yeah. choice yeah I don't wear one now so you can you can make of that what you will yep and um it just was a it, our, I think the state of moto was in a vulnerable yeah. place and there was an answer possibly but I do will, will say there wasn't the amount of research that should have been done yeah we all were emotionally charged with our decision to wear the neck brace and that like apart from dying that's motocrosses like that's everybody's greatest fear absolutely is becoming para- like i even feel weird talking about it you're just 100%. like this is juju you don't want to put into the universe because it's too fuck it's so gnarly like it's probably the most real consequence we face in this sport taking out so many of our best yep. dudes so many just like average fucking joes too absolutely you know? but we don't talk about the football kids and the gridiron guys in oh, america yeah. like there is things happening but i think there was a uh an amount of events happening in a short time with spinal cord injuries that we were all desperate yeah the industry was desperate the right for an answer yeah i don't fault liat Alpine Star, anyone for trying their best to come up with a fucking oh right, but I think it was rushed to market based on emotion. Yeah, and to see Marvin Muskan going back to the original topic, he looks like a different rider. Crazy, it, it, like instantly. Like, like, let's take the lap time out of it in the position. Yeah, I'm like, who hopped on Marvin's bike? Yeah, like he looks. He's better. moving all over it, dude. And he, Basha looked the same. I completely agree with you. So. That's aesthetics, right? And that could be from confidence and that could be from whatever, but the proofs in the pudding when guys can ride around like, um, and, and yeah, it's just what it is. I think it's, we're going to, I, I think there's data that shows there's not probably like Dr. Bodner back in the day. Dr. Bodner, if you don't know, is the, the founder of the Asterix medical unit, which is now the Alpine star of the nicest people in the world on planet earth he is five foot four's greatest piece oh, of man right like god he's, he's a good dude and he donated his time for that many years he's an er doctor and now it's the alpine stars medical unit and um tom carson from from uh that was uh, asterisk is still part of it with yep. alpine star so um he basically said like they need to look at data over yeah. years and i don't know what the data has shown if spinal cord injuries are down or up or same or what but he still wears a neck brace. I see him at the track. He's a rider. Yeah. Um. He's a little sh- short, stocky guy. So, yeah, man. It's it's a, it's a it's from a top racing racer perspective. I mean, it's telling a story. Anderson's not wearing it. Barsha's not, not wearing it. it. Marvin's, Marvin's not, not wearing it. Who else is in the top? And people people said um this was one comment that people were saying is like, oh, RV won four titles with it. Dungey won four. So okay, that's that's fair, but. My, my caveat to that is like, okay, so they were all wearing it. So like if there is any kind of um, movement inhibition that that neck brace causes, Dungey and Villapoto and you know what I mean? All those guys, like they were all in that era where pretty much everyone wore it. So if there was any disadvantages, then it's negligible if they're all wearing it. Yeah. Stewie never wore it. Yeah. 
I pretty did he wear it at one? No, I don't think he uh, ever I, wore I it. I think he. I know he did try it at one time, and he took it off and threw it at the mechanic during practice. Going back to like, like it's now doing the opposite of what it did in late thousand, like two thousand eight, yeah. two thousand seven, where if you weren't wearing it, like David Bailey called us out, and I love David Bailey. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think yeah. it was a great thing. He did what Rhino did. Yeah, but two weeks rever- ago yeah. in reverse, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um. And it brought attention to safety, and mm. and 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 things have evolved. Like Stewart had it on, and then just unclipped it, flicked it off to Oscar. I think. Yeah, like, it was like it, peace, peace. This ain't yeah. working for me. Yeah. Um, Reedy wore it for a long time, right? Yeah. Like everyone yeah. started getting rid of it as it, bikes are getting faster. Technique evolves. Technique evolves. I mean, guys aren't even putting their leg out in ruts anymore because no. they don't have time to. Yeah. It's just. It's just. We've witnessed a sneaky revolution in technique. In the, the last, last like three two, year, three years. I think it's last three years, yeah, yeah. It's snuck up on us. No one's really been talking about it. I mean, I'm not claiming that I got anything to do with it, but like I personally geek out on it and it's become something I think about and talk about a lot more. And that's, I've said it before, but in conjunction with the jiu-jitsu stuff because I just look at technique so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've never really thought about this for moto. But anyway, like there has been like this kind of shift. And then I think everyone's like, oh, fuck, the sport looks different. Jet Lawrence, like if it, you put Jet Lawrence in like a lights main with Dunge, Canard, and uh, and J Law, fuck, he'd look different. Yeah, I mean, he'd we, look so we, we were taught early on, like, like lean back and gas it and whoops. Okay? Yeah, Jet's a prime example. Look where his head's at. Dick, 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 his dick, head's dick. over the cross. Yeah. Chad Reed brought, like, McGrath had that. McGrath ha- changed the whoop speed with like the centered technique, in my opinion. Yeah, he went more to the center, not yeah. over the front. And then, and then instead of off the back, like we're yeah. always like leaning back and back. gas yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then Jeremy just brought the technique farther forward. Fonseca like emulated that little guy could do it perfect. And then James took Chad's technique that was, or Chad took Jeremy's technique, refined it, right, and brought the speed in- entrance speed up. Yeah. And then James just took it to. Th- to, to Mars and I, I and, still think and he did that with bike setup too yeah, like he, he just went hey give me concrete in the front and, and, and I'm just fucking do this yeah so yeah it's evolving everything's evolving and you know they're even finding some stuff you're going back to but it's yeah. it's it's definitely uh, you know rocks and change the game yeah like uh, I think Tomac has a big influence on turning Sexton dude is like Sexton is technique that's what when when Sexton rides and then like even AC's own technique that he's he's changed in the last few years. Like, his growth spurt, he had to re learn. He had, yeah. people don't give him the um. He the had accolades. to reinvent his he riding. Had, absolutely, man. When he was little on a super mini, and then got to he when he was on a super mini and big because yeah. he wasn't big enough to go to the two fifty F. Yeah, he would lean off the back, look for horsepower. Then he tried to get on two fifty F and do that, and he was able to. And then he got hurt for like those two years. He came back like six inches taller, trying to ride the same way can't do it so like ac ac is such a student like i just pray he comes back out healthy right but yeah he's a student of the sport in a and an absolute um godsend for all motocross in general I, it's yeah. a shame he's kind of gone silent he, yeah that's a really good way to put it he's on like just do not disturb yeah like the phone's still ringing but we're still just not here and that's why we all loved him because he let us in and yeah. then now he's kind of shut the door on us and we want in but maybe there's He's so intelligent. There, yeah. There's a reason for it. Like, but yeah, I wish he just like. Let, how are you doing, man? Like, yeah. we're so used to everyone letting us in. Yeah. He's not wrong for shutting the door on us, but like. No, I think like it's fuck, dude. This has been a gnarly year. 
for just fans on Instagram and like com like dude the the like the Dino Flagger Roxon like the there was a few things like between around four and seven where I was like fuck all of you like all of you that are leaving these comments like fuck off I'm over it dude. and I don't blame these guys right? and that's that's probably this is hey this is what you see you see AC being like ah oh, fuck yeah I ain't check my messages fuck it. Yeah, I don't want a new new look, new me post. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just, it's like, I'm pissed, I'm bummed, I'm not stoked on life. People are talking shit, you're just yeah. like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, their main job is to go fast. Everything will come if they're hauling ass. Yeah, true. Right? Or if they eat shit into a tabletop and shouldn't be racing, they gain 30,000 followers in a night. <laughs> fuck, we'll get back to that. <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, Anyway, fucking big, uh, big news. I'll, I'll add my personal take hmm. on the ne- neck Let's braces. Again, this isn't advice, but this is just where I stand. I've had people ask. There are probably situations where wearing a neck brace will save you. I don't disagree. There are probably situations where wearing a neck brace will fuck your shit. And it's just up to you. I just feel like... At this point where I'm at, I just will probably let my body do its thing. I work on my own flexibility. Rhino's got a great point about just like really good technique to prevent. I think that's probably something too. Like I should maybe box in his point for him because it's like, oh, it's his point is over an hour. You know what I mean? So like, and that's not a typical Rhino. Fucking love it. Not a dig. But just for all of you that like couldn't, like just didn't have like the fucking requisite fucking mindfulness to pay attention to what he said for that long this is it in a nutshell invest in your technique because prevention is better than cure 100 percent. that's pretty much like in a nutshell that's what rhino's saying like invest heavily in doing everything anatomically correct on the motorcycle your chances of crashing a motorcycle will decrease by so much that it will then outweigh the potential extra protection that you might have. So that's that's kind of his point. And I feel like I agree with it. Yeah, the the engine in the bike allows us to get us in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Go so yeah, you, yeah, great great way to bundle that up. Yeah. I think, you know, listen to riding tips, listening to like learn to ride the bike right yeah. know your limits and yeah. that's so hard because anyone that rides a modern day motorcycle or an older motorcycle in this modern era you're a special human that you you, yeah. you it's the most dangerous sport in the world so i i get stoked when people hit me up if i'm doing if i'm doing private lessons and, I, and once i get to mm. that point I'll, i would love to do some coaching out here in australia and there's actually an amazing group of coaching coaching in australia Toddy, uh, Jay, yeah, yeah, so many, so good many dudes. guys like BCP boys down yeah. south, like yeah. Lee Hogan, all his guys. So find a coach. There's plenty here. You know, there's lots of good coaching. And don't worry. I would say find the coach that wants you to be a better rider, not a better racer. Yeah, right, dude. That's a really great point. Like I, Rhino is getting really good at teaching or at, at being a better rider and. I want him as a racer to listen to his own words. Yeah. Cause yeah. I've been in a lot of vet races with him where he's on the just ground, it. but that's just going back to his story. So like, don't try to be a better racer. Yeah. Be a better rider. And then when you go to the race, let the gate drop and ride your laps. Like yeah. the whole skip Norfolk ride your race. Yeah. Right. If you, we all just ride our race, like racing is inherently more dangerous than dangerous than riding. Yeah. 
but you can control your destiny, right? Yeah. To an extent, like yeah. you do make your own luck. Yeah. I mean, I fell down one time at one thing because I just was just made a mistake in a little slow turn, but I went racing. I had fun. I stayed within my limits. I wanted to go faster. I could go faster. Yeah. But it was in a place I wasn't comfortable and you doing. you just knew it wasn't the move. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, you box it up great. Rhinos, rhinos, learn to ride, invest in yourself yeah. and your riding and not extra shiny bits. I did take the knee braces off. Dude, it's it's interesting, huh? Go to uh, go to that Liette. EX. So this is a, this is exactly what I did. I paid for this with my own money. MX store man. Literally, I paid for this with my own money, and I will say, I would change these knee pads. Uh, there's things that I would do to make them a little bit better, but so I I went to MX store on the way to the eight hour at Coffs Harbour. Yep. And I just did the eight hour in them. It fucking great experience. It is better. In terms of flexibility, mobility, feeling dude, the bike. You, you know what's crazy? So my footwork is it's easier to get my footwork right. I don't know why. I haven't spent enough time to really understand why, but I just noticed I was could be so much more like precise and I just had more feel with my feet. So that was the first thing that yeah. I noticed. And then the second thing of like straight up you can just feel the bike better and anyone that after i've worn it so many pairs of knee braces now i definitely think you have better feel you do sacrifice i'll also say i personally don't think that knee braces are gonna do that much to like save your knee twisting like an acl type thing like the side like an impact like flexion where you've got like something uh like pressing against the middle of your knee where the like essentially where like the joint of the brace is i reckon it would stop your knee from doing that like way a, a hyper extension yeah, yeah yeah but like a sideways hyper extension so that would definitely cause an acl but the the twisting motion of like dabbing your leg and get it i don't personally i've hurt my knees i haven't hurt them like a torn a meniscus so i've a, done three acls and wh- how have you done them so first acl um no knee braces in yeah. supercross yeah um how'd you do it what, what yeah was yeah the- it was on off like uh, 125 days like on off and <laughs> i spun and caught my toe to yeah. your point on the front of the tabletop yeah and it spun up behind me yeah so like it twisted it yeah um inside out and yeah. it popped it yeah and then do you reckon if you had a knee brace on that it would have done it would have helped I, you. I. It's so hard to it's tell so hard for to a start. On that, it wasn't a very high speed one, so maybe. Yeah. Okay, but then I get it fixed, and going, I'm racing a local race for a local club race. Just getting back from that, and yeah. I, I'm behind a guy, and I jump and I land on him, and I land up with my foot out, and it bends the other way, and it pops my other ACL. Like Ugh. nine months later, I think a knee brace would have saved that because it had like more stability. Yeah. But I think for me. Um, that knee brace it controls like if you don't have like good fundamental like base of like little the little muscle in your knee yeah it compensates it's a brace it's yeah. a brace so like for me I've had three ACLs it takes a it took a lot of work to rehab and then once yeah. you, once you get back to that point like your little little fine muscles like you can get them back that's not yeah. without saying but once you start getting used to a brace supporting you 
you don't go all the way. Yeah. Right. So like, I cannot, I, I, I'm not saying I, I, I cannot ride cause it's not the right thing to do. I can't ride it without knee braces cause confidence wise I've had an ACL on my left and two ACLs on my yeah. right. I, there's no way in hell I could even take the risk in the, yeah. in, in mentally it's more of like a placebo and, yeah. and um, if I was in your situation and I'd had three knee injuries, I probably would run braces as well to be completely honest. Yeah. But I've also, I've noticed I put, I'd put in like work to my flexibility it's like yeah. a huge part of literally my life yeah yeah and i've noticed since i broke my hip in july i've gone ham on the hip mobility quads like stretch and everything i thought i was gonna have to have surgery on my meniscus because my my knee so like to fully bend my knee so heel to ass when i started jujitsu i couldn't do it and i actually didn't even know that that was like a thing that you yeah, you're if you're not if you're not using nah. it it's gonna just go away right yeah. and that goes back to like a knee brace yeah if you the knee brace i i have it stop early so it doesn't hyper extend and you're i mean you actually are hurting yourself over time right because yeah. you're you're allowing the and brace. that was rhino's point as well he said what you don't brace you make weaker not because He's it's right. weaker He's... in terms of and again people miss the context like not weaker as in like the brace around your knee is going to make the inside of your knee turn to jelly. No, but over time, I allow on that brace to do the dirty work for me. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's, I'm not saying I don't, but I love my asterisk cell knee braces, the carbon knee brace. Love it because it's thinner, just like neck braces went, everything's getting smaller yeah, and leaner. Yeah. So like at what point are we compensating our protection for not having Feel, feel and, and so, ergonomics, yeah. No, I, dude, I, I'm not gonna fight that argument. Like, yeah. I, it's a valid. I, I have no like. It's just my body's compromised. Yeah, I need the support. I oh, could, yeah, I could totally. get, it, I could get it back. Yeah, dad of two kids, forty probably years old, happening. probably not happening. I'm not gonna. I'm not get gonna, on some tests. Yeah, so it's like, I, I get it. Like, I totally agree with the way you can feel the bike, your feet, dude. Yeah, I, I do my the crazy thing too is like you know when you're on a mountain bike and you're like compressing into turns yep. if you you'll get like a you'll get like a bowl uh, like a s section you got berm to berm and you're doing like berm slaps so much of what you're doing is like hips there right unlock like, your hips yeah. unlock your Bro, hips <laughs> as soon as i run the, you, you're drinking so, the rhino power uh, yeah. but not even him dude townley no no I, aj like there's all these Wyndham never wore knee braces hey ronan I, I fucking I've kept this all from you. Go to uh, the first tab. Play the volume. Is a volume there? Actually, go up to the volume on the iMac. Oh, we need to plug this iMac in. Go to Adam Shogun. Yeah. Can you in my bag too, real quick before we start this segment? Can you plug in the iMac, bro? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up, boys, up with some shit right now. Um. But yeah, like my hips, dude definitely like the whole unlock your hips thing i could feel it straight away yeah i'm swap swap motos oh, tell him what up yeah i'm just messing his old swap is in salt, salt, uh, salt park, lake. park yeah. city he just did pulp yeah um, swap rooney how you going there Ryan skis so what do we got what do we got <sighs> i can't wait to fucking drop this shit on you bitches who do we got we got anstey we got uh, we got Anstey. Who's got the black rifle coffee helmet? That's uh, AJ Catanzaro. Turn it up. All right, how do we get this louder? Hang on. 
Parsha. Hang on, pause it for a sec. I just got to get the sound going on this. Turn this shit up because AJ ain't going to copyright us so we can fucking play this shit. <laughs> just go back a tiny bit, Rones. Keep going. Yeah, that'll do. That'll uh, do. This is pretty rad. He takes this to the Dude, races. I fucking love AJ Catanzaro, man. So press play. Are you a knee pad guy? Welcome to the crew. You got nothing to lose. <laughs> Listen. How's the guy with the knee brace and the security guard in the back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, shout out to AJ promo code at EVS Sports. They're out of fucking stock. Pause it, Ronan. Um, how's that shit, dog? That's dude. Here's did you the thing. hear him? Just wait. Did you hear Varsha say he bought them off Amazon? Because he doesn't want to be accountable. Doesn't anymore. get just over it. Doesn't just, want to ask. Doesn't want to be seen. Doesn't want his credit card coming through Shopify. Oh, dude, Varsha. Because that's this industry, right? Like, we're going to give you a set of knee braces that cost 250 bucks. Now we want you to tag us in 50,000 posts. No, I'd rather buy them off Amazon. For 140 bucks or whatever they are. And let us let the world know through AJ's GoPro on his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, AJ Catanzaro is a fucking G, dude. He's like, like the secret assassin. How big does Heart Raft look right there? He's Holy, a, he's a wide man. Um, I, I Once again, I'm... I yeah, this not, isn't to prove you right. Like, no, I no, know no, your no, position, no. Like, yeah. no, I, I wish I could not wear knee braces. Yeah, right. In, but because I do need knee braces, I'm wearing asterisk cell carbon <laughs> knee braces. But yeah. I agree with them, dude. Yeah. And and as far as how tight Barsha's pants are, there's no way he can wear knee braces. How tight <laughs> his pants are? Right. No, he. He doesn't need knee braces because his TLD pants are so fucking tight. It's, it's, <laughs> another, it's another ACL. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I totally get it. There's the 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 mythology about it, or how whatever you say, dude is is correct. It yeah. is absolutely correct. Rick Johnson didn't wear knee braces. All the boys back in the day, Rhino doesn't have an ACL. See, I couldn't. There's no way in hell without an ACL. If your knee isn't developed with a strong VMO, yeah. You'll hyperextend it as soon as you land off something like like Barsha. Like you have nothing to lose. No, dude, you will eat it because your <laughs> legs are the fuck. And but to to like yeah, I mean, what a, what's wh what's funny though is my son wears knee braces. He's yeah. t he's ten. Like me, I'm like, oh, I should put him in knee braces. Dude, maybe you shouldn't. He's fucking young. I he ain't I, blowing out ACL. I, I, but like I I don't like I just think about this. Jack I, Miller. 
300 and what top speed of Ducati this season 360 yep. k's an hour no knee braces that's honest as soon as I had that thought where I was like fuck I tried to wear knee braces on a road bike when I've done track days really <laughs> the worst thing yeah, you no, could I just ever do yeah. but that's what I mean so yeah. like they're hitting fucking concrete they're going 360 k's an hour so that that honestly was the point where I was like ooh that's interesting I was like man that and they don't do it because they can't do it and it's like it's just obviously not that big a deal they're not putting their leg out and stuff with it so yeah I get it there's no like, no I, I dude I'm not but so the the thing so my point of like what would the reason why I would want a knee brace is like fucking huge cartwheel bike smashes you like I've had and this is the trade off that you've got to be okay with like I've had my knee braces like shattered before in a crash because like a fucking bike's hit me I know so like that man EVS TP199s ain't doing shit for your knees or rock to the thigh like and Travis has got the most fuck knees of any person ever and he still runs TP199s I know but that's not the best commercial it's not the best ad (laughs) but um (laughs) but like dude yeah no I I totally get it I think it's it's a yeah, I total I totally get it. Loaded gun. Yeah, it's it, a good topic. It's, it is, man. And and I Kiefer, the guy that just loves the test. Oh, dude, Pulp. He, he did a Pulp yeah. thing. Said the same yeah, shit. Yeah, no, I mean there was something there. Then JT, like Jason Thomas, Paul Perebrinos, they're like my guys, like yeah. very square box moto guys. They're like fuck that, like yeah. kind of like me. Like I'll take the here here at my stage in my career and yeah. what I'm trying to do. Not being more flexible, none of that bullshit is yeah. gonna make knee brace ain't gonna make a difference i'm yeah. not trying to yeah i'll take that yeah stability. and you're good like you're you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like you're fuck. you still but like mason real good. my son am i hindering him maybe dude maybe because man like you, you can feel a lot better especially in like a development but stage he's a, a weird little dude like he thinks yeah. the process of putting knee braces on is like sick oh yeah right no, I fuck. hey I, I was obsessed with getting knee braces oh, right? when i was a kid they're like the fucking coolest shit ever no for sure man no it's a it's a great topic i'm and once again stoked that rhino shot Started the gun conversation, he bro. shot yeah. the he shot the gun yeah he had like, the he, fucking balls to do it he had the balls and he had the street cred i can't do that you can't do that Ryan Hughes can. Yeah, fuck yeah. He has the balls and the 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 ability to back it up. Yeah. And the platform. He he squeezes everything out of Rhino that he can. Yeah. Good, bad, and otherwise. So yeah, yeah it's 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 fair it's fair to say. We know that Justin Barsha's buying shit off Amazon. And uh also, guys, Crimea River, I'm never getting a fucking knee brace dollar in my life. There goes every fucking knee brace sponsorship I could have ever asked for. Yeah, yeah. So just fucking just out here doing that real report. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? uh, but yeah, dude. And also fucking shout out to AJ, dude. Like this, the shit that he's getting at these races and the grind. How long will he get it now that he puts it all on blast? I don't dude, know. Dude, fuck this favorite rider of Supercross 2021. I, I, I'll be honest, man. Like I'm such a racer. It's like, are you racing for content? Or B-roll? Yeah. Like, I guess he is. Like, it's different. 100%. But it's a different era now. Like, if I'm going to the gate, I don't want to get my ass kicked every weekend like he, he is. He knows. He knows his... He doesn't train. He doesn't ride. He's going there. He And, and like, and the boys... Thing, I, I think it's rad, but it'd be hard to, like, yeah. to, to do that. Like, Well, I think good on him for actually having the... Again, having I, the balls... I agree. ...to take all the shit that everybody's fucking slinging him. Like, what the fuck are you even out there for? Dude, some guy said that on... Uh, on youtube made a comment like what's the point of you being there bro and i was just like okay 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 so like city one 
there's only two dudes in the 450 class that have a mathematical shot of winning the championship. Do we just drop the gate for two dudes? No. Eat a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> we need people to race Supercross. Yeah, I think what people have a hard time understanding, and this is an archaic way, and I'm not far off it, to be honest, a little bit sometimes, and I have to check myself, is if you're paid to do a job, and I don't know what he's getting paid or not being paid, from his that Cowie team is he on the team with A Ray right? Yeah, I don't. I doubt no, he'd be getting paid. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I don't know, but I feel if you're signed up to be on a racing team, go fucking race. Yeah. If you're gonna be like this content creator and you want to do that, like kind of do what Josh Hill's doing. Like yeah. that's, but that's me. Not nothing. Yeah. He's wrong. That's I'm saying. That's yeah. my brain thinking. You're racing. You should be core racing. Like, don't worry about your vlogging. Well, no, he's found a way to found That's his, his niche. Lane, dude. I and I, yeah. he's sucking. He's doing. He's the, killing it. Yeah, like it's 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 really impressive that he can take a platform. Yeah. Kind of, he's exploiting Supercross. Yeah. Because he's earned the right. He's fast enough. He has, dude. He does a great job. Yeah. Like a great job. He's phenomenal, phenomenal rider. But I feel. As soon as he loses the the racer and then people like in the core community or like, it's so bad that the core moto guys like the goggle companies yeah. and the pipe companies, they don't want to they don't care about the the, the the hits which is not good. Yeah, but they will, dude. Like the th- and the thing is, hope is for, like, hopefully for him they will. Man, I honestly think that he's gonna be able to build his own thing to where he doesn't even need anybody. Like and and yeah, that's because if you think about it, like you you don't really need a pipe sponsor. No, if you have Who four, th- if you have four grand, how much money are you going to spend on fucking pipes? Well, that's what I'm saying, if you have yeah. four grand, you could buy four systems. I've run the same two set of Oakley goggles. I swear to fucking god, for four years. Unless your air and your pipe falls off every race, <laughs> <laughs> and if you Ford Dale, you definitely need a subframe sponsorship, and if you're Jackson Richardson, you definitely need a Poly Sport yeah, yeah, sponsorship. Yeah. Fight, figure out what you suck yeah, at, and you get need those to out your, I need a WP sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You need you need a you need a personal technician by your side. You need a guy with a screwdriver to adjust your shit. <laughs> oh, fucking fight, but yeah. Like he's that's he's bad. Fucking, good find, good find. Um, and then also, this is another fucking shout. I'm in a good mood later. This good. is another shout out for a per- I don't fucking know this person. I just want to wish them a, a, a huge them. congratulations, Daniel fucking Blair. Unreal, dude. So, Unreal. I, what happened? What do you mean? Like, how did he end up in the booth? And I know this is a yeah. positive thing because. Yeah. I am sure the vital is going, hey man, street cred. Like people don't know how fast Daniel Blair was. He's main event guy. Like, dude, top, did you he see the for picture? Geico. Did you see the picture that he put up of him and Ricky Carmichael on a sixty-five on the start line? Yeah. Honestly, I'm 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 off so the back. so fucking happy for that dude. I um. Yeah, I tried to find that. I tried to find it. You could have a search, but I tried to look for it before. But yeah, he puts up this photo with him and Carmichael on a start line on 60s. And yeah, like I said, I don't know him. I DM'd him. I said, congratulations. And like, he is a fucking stand up guy. He he did it the hard. He wore LBZ gear in Supercross, dude. Really? You did not know that. Nah. Him and his brother wore LBZ gear around and they freaking wore. Yeah, we'll look up that for sure. Daniel Blair LBZ gear, dude. Him and. And then his brother Vincent, they yeah. had, he was a he's a lead singer of Main Event Moto. Have you heard his band? Oh, dude, dude you're gonna become a bigger fan of this. That that's when he was on. Uh, that's the, no fear. Yeah, hey, I'm fucking with that setup, bro. Yeah, go to LBZ Daniel Blair. Did you put that? Yeah, uh, not there. 
He wore LBZ gear that I can tell you. Did that. he win an arena cross? Yeah, at like forty-five years old now. He's what? Same, he's same age as me. He won the lights regional. Fuck. Oh, I have a man crush no. on Daniel Blair. Yeah, this so he he go to I see the picture of the mic privateer profile Daniel Blair. What the fuck, dude? He's le- he's saying go to uh, um, it was him. Mike Mason was in the band. Good, good. They opened up a Nitro Circus movie. Search the search the song, man. It's they have a like a bunch of songs. Daniel, so what's the song? Main event moto, main event moto. Daniel Blair has done it all, and to see him all polished up on national te- world television. And bro, he's good. He great. He didn't miss a fucking beat. Yep. The pressure that is on that dude on oh. that night, like, and I, I mean, it might have been announced, but he just popped up, and I was like. I was like, damn, this is kind of weird. They're opening the show with Daniel Blair. And I was like, fuck, we're a couple minutes in. Like, yeah. what's happening? And I was like, we got some fire in the booth. I wonder I wonder why they didn't have Lee Duffy or, or anyone else. Then they had J-Bone down on the floor. Good. We'll get better. Oh, ne- yeah. Need, he was needs nervous. To get, needs he to was get nervous. better. But, like, but he's open good. and transparent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Very good. I mean, I, I hope that DB gets to stay in there because, like, he's a student of the sport. He's... He he's, did well, yeah, man. Yeah, he's and, badass. And like, it's the same thing. I love doing these with you because we can just bang, 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 yeah, bang, yeah. bang, bang, bang. Like we can just no, go he, and I, riff. I, he's, I went to his concerts. He played at the Palladium. Dude, he's opened up for big bands. Like, what a fucking look lord. At, look at him, dude. Like, he's no joke. Like, um, he his songs are really, like, There's, really good. Yeah. Dude. That's Carrie playing at the... At the, look at that's his brother uh, Vince. He's a nurse. He's a head nurse now in a hospital. <laughs> hospital. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. Unreal. And then to throw in a day to remember quote, and it was fucking beautiful. Dude. He goes, "Keep your fucking hopes up high and your head down low." He's like, "That's what this. See, this is what happens when you keep your hopes up high and your head down low." As Marv was like doing this, like to the fans, and I was just like. Daniel fucking Blair. He is Welcome. so good. So what have you heard from like the industry? Like just I haven't oh, heard anything. This God. is all just my own personal. I'm I'm opinion. trying to find uh, some main event songs for you guys. I have them in my. Did you find any? Just go to like maybe YouTube main event moto. Cause dude, it's good. Like it is good. Uh there you go. The main event or no? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, 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 great sick. song. Great song. Check him out. So play it for a look second. At, look at the band, dude. I fucking love this, dude. This is this is Daniel singing. Turn it up. Hopefully we don't get fucking copyrighted. Oh, no way. I used, it all, I used to use all his songs on my YouTube because he let me use them. That's so sick. Dude, <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> he had two albums, I believe. I want to hear him. That's him. Sickest cunt. (laughs) Sickest cunt. Hey, every song's good. Like, it's no joke. Oh, Daniel fucking Blair, you've just stolen my heart, dude. Yeah, everyone needs to go download his music. The main event moto, like, he does a good job, man. Yeah. He's not, obviously, I don't think, singing too much these days, but he had a lot of views, 74,000 views. Fuck yeah. Um, Yeah, no, so, like, honestly, just kudos to him, man. Yeah. And that bought... 
I, I'm interested to like keep hearing it because you've obviously got to cater towards like the not the hardcore fans as well. I'd love to listen. I was so invested in the racing as well. So I'd love to go back and re-listen with like my ear on that particular thing uh, to like really dive in. But in terms of like me as a person that loves Supercross, as a person that watches every race, I was just like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think Supercross is doing a good job of trying things. You know, yeah. they had that one dude from NASCAR on. Yeah. I don't think that worked. Which guy? The the dude that does like the car building shows, the guy like the flannel. Oh, the stuff. Rutledge would do. Rutledge, Rutledge. Yeah, I don't know why people are hating on him. Yeah, like, he's trying. He's thinking outside the box. Like you know, yeah, Volman freaking out on him. Yeah, but, uh, weird, weird, man. weird. But like kind of kind of in a certain media lane. Yeah, freaking out on new shit. Yeah, and I think that was an uncalled for situation because they're just trying to find a way to help the sport. Fuck yeah! And I think J Bone has street cred. Was he as good as Rutledge as a media guy? No. But he's gonna get better if he's gets yeah. called back. Yeah. Daniel Blair, I think, gave RC some. Yeah, exactly. He let him yeah. get comfy and yeah. and and then yeah, I, I didn't see any negative, but I know too much, so I don't want to be. That's biased. the thing. I'd I'd like to listen back and take off my like hardcore frother hat. Yeah. Because that's what I am essentially. Oh, me too. You yeah. know, and I want to take off that hat and maybe put on more of like a critical not not critical but like analytical what, what would yeah. i be thinking if i didn't know? exactly yeah. yeah so to put on that but in terms of yeah do i just more so too like he did a great job he and, did. That, and that's like we're not talking about what he did bad yeah yeah and we watched j-bone we're like ah uh, like he ah uh, right well like, i just think he that definitely room for improvement i wouldn't be like i ain't offering advice but, but, to, but that's what i'm saying yeah, is D- yeah. daniel blair I don't know where he could improve based on my opinion. Like yeah. J Bone, I know he has it more in him. Is what I'm getting oh, at. Like yeah. I couldn't just, do that. Do I couldn't time. do that. Like yeah. I wouldn't want to. I would look like a just a dummy. So but it would just get better with time. Like Daniel Blair's been doing it for years on the floor, so it's like he's got a lead in. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I will just say, like the thing that I made, I was most happy about is it felt like one of us got out of our bubble. He broke through. He did. You know what I mean? There's like, there's a ceiling and it's like, oh, you're an industry guy, but yeah. like you can do the floor. And, and the then it's like, Ricky can be the color commentator. Point. Yeah. yeah like Ricky's the greatest of all time. So he gets to go above you. Yeah. Right. Like, with but like, even Ricky's like, he's just a color commentator. So it's not like Ricky's the dude driving the broadcast because that's, that's, that's like a, that's a job, dude. Like that's a fucking job that you've, it, Daniel Blair, essentially researches hockey goes and does that at a hockey game so you know that's what he wants to do he wants to be a football he will he wants to be a football because he's huge dallas cowboys fan and he wants to be a football commentator like better start going to some fucking football games bro or you're gonna get cut (laughs) down (laughs) no he's he that's what he said i mean he loves he's not using this as a gateway like i probably think he really never thought he'd get that dude i bet he didn't like that is that is one of us yeah, hundred from out and again, 100%. I don't know him. This is just for full like. I do know him very well, and I can say what you're what you're saying. He's that guy. Yeah, like he and wears his heart on his sleeve. He's yeah. he's he's raced Supercross. He's he's done it all, man. He hates the outdoors. He's, yeah, he's he just would. He's from Sacramento, California, or near there, like NorCal, and he's just a good dude, man. Yeah, yeah, that, that was one of us, Moto community making it to the fucking big time yeah and, the big time and you know you could plug him that that is so monumental 
what he did and i i hope i hope the industry can like be as stoked for him because it's just such a big deal like Uh, to do um, what he did is just like it's that's a very special achievement that would have been like years and years and years of hard work go into that and then to fucking nail it in your first go at it is like that's unfathomable really yeah, I agree. Just kudos, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, you look at how he's prepped himself unconscious to lead a band. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. like weird things, right? Yeah. Like, he's obviously I fucking love that shit. Like, he's a kook, obviously. I'm all about <laughs> yeah. it because I'm a fucking Look at kook. his hair, dude. Look at the way he has makeup on, dude. I fucking <laughs> love it, dude. No, they, they, he's he's kind of ticked every box yeah. to get there, but would he sh- should he have got there based on history now? Mm-hmm. Based on his merit and what he's capable of, yeah. It's but so, yeah, like no, you said, typically, like our, we're not getting a shot like that. They're bringing no. in somebody else. Yeah. They're doing just like a lifer at NBC yeah. that's doing fucking yeah. greyhounds and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, midgets and fuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sprint cars and yeah. Like I mean, that's Ralph Sheen. They bring in Ralph Sheen. Yeah, and fuck, he's a great dude. Yeah, but like he's oh, not man. Daniel Bear. No, nah, we got we got given something fucking great. So will will we see him next week in the finale? Surely, I hope so. Fuck. How great! I I for some I'm not for some reason I did think Lee Duffy did a better job than most. I love Lee Duffy as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think he does. I'm biased. A, I, he's Aussie, but but I, he does. A good I job. think he has a good. Just he he did he did a good blanket of just not pressing too hard. Yeah, I think um, I think you get guys like Lee and Weege. They got a voice like a real yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. powerful. See, I think voice, GL you know? does a really good job with. I love GL as a co- I, color it, commentator. For outdoor supercross, I think it'd be it wouldn't be the same with GL. Yeah, o- outdoors. Ah, you can day drink at motocross. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. a day drinking yeah, guy. Yeah, He's a yeah. day drinking guy. I yeah. love it. So no, it's 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 interesting, man. I'm glad you brought that up because I notice it and I'm just like, who missed their flight? How, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like as in like not that yeah. it bad, but like but it's because this gets, never happens. This never happens. No one gets that shot. Nah, yeah, definitely. So what was um go back to that little me thing um. All right, let's get into some of the racing. Um, look, I, I never, we never normally have notes, but today I was like, fuck, there's so much shit that I'll forget yeah. to talk about if we don't do it. Uh, lights class, first things first, Christian Craig fucks his ankle. That's a bummer. Dude, Championship. That was a weird older. crash. That was a weird crash. Like he, like not- Can you try like, and find the it crash was, like when It looked like he had a little cross-threaded or like, with like, and he, he's, I mean, I don't understand what- Got it. Oh, yeah, dude, I literally had it up. So, so he, here it is. So he it's clips. Like a, he clips, and he's deep. Yeah. So he clips, and then comes in to contact with the ground again on the face of the next I, up. Ramp. I think he made the right choice jumping off. Fuck yeah, he got out of it good. Really, obviously championship wise, not good. But in terms of like physically, oh, man. I so he clips, and then it p- kind of gets a little head shake into yeah. the lip, and he's crossed like. Ah, man, he was going to crash way harder if he's on the bike. God, and another inch and no knee braces and he would have been fine. (laughs) (laughs) That was a joke. I don't... You know, Christian Craig's whole career has been plagued with these, like, what-ifs, unfortunately. Um, You know, he had that incident with his where he crashed on his own. And it it seems like these... these, He's got better style than me in the air pre- fucking OJ yeah he, he's he's one of the most beautiful riders oh. in the world and he was on fire in practice like before yeah, this happened dude did you see him did you watch this the whoops, the just whoops. blitzed the fast by guy, Colt, dude. Yeah. blitzed I 
I, I kind of have no words for for him, man. They're yeah. they're a great family, and it, it's a shame. I think he's he's only got a one year deal with Star. But he, I think they want he's going to the four fifty now for outdoors. So he'll have six weeks. Is Mookie gonna be on too? I don't know, man. Probably not. Yeah, he'll. Do, I mean, Mookie shouldn't do outdoors. He gives a fuck. Now that he got a podium, he's out. Yeah, fucking <laughs> oath, dude. I wouldn't be doing fucking no, outdoors. No, no, he's. Gosh, yeah, Christian, that's a bummer. I just think that West Coast. Is it no East Coast class, right? They're East Coast. Yeah. East Coast. Three horse race. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd say four, right? Mosman is oh, at half. Mosman. He's got three legged three legs in his horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what was was a bummer for me for this race is and and I might get some shit thrown at me in this room is I wish Jet wouldn't have said what he said about Mosman. Yeah, let's watch let's watch the clip. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. I was not even close to a T-bone. Turn down. Where's the remote for the TV? Just got What's your pro- what's your problem with that? There's not a problem. Like it's entertaining. It's what our sport needs. Yeah. But I think he discredits himself by like, like he doesn't need to do that. I don't think Johnny O'Mara is stoked on that. Yeah. Like he doesn't need to do that. Like he lets let your actions speak for him because he's hypersensitive, obviously of him. Yeah. Like he didn't. That was not even close to a T-bone. Yeah. Yeah. Jet like. Dude, he's it, hypersensitive because the I told you on this podcast before, Moseman is the Andrew yeah. Short now. He is a dirty rider. Yeah, but you, you let everyone already knows that it's already out there. Yeah. Like the flipping off over the jump, that was badass, yeah. right? Like that was well. No, he gave him the number oh, one. Whatever, whatever. He's like, you're number one, man. Yeah, I, I that's even better than the yeah. the middle figure, yeah. right? Yeah, but you don't have to go on there because now he's belittling what like to the public. I don't yeah. think less a jet. Like yeah. he's he's emotionally charged. And then he got second. Yeah. He got beat by Shimoda. Like he didn't even win. Like you didn't win and then you're calling out the guy that you're battling with. Like everyone has a right for that track. Yeah. You don't he's not he doesn't want to be your friend, Jet. Yeah, true. He doesn't want to be your friend. He wants to beat you. Yeah. So now you people that think that Mosman's a kook or, or that like Mosman or not have a reason not to like you. Yeah, like, and then people that love you have a reason to hate on him. Yeah, like you don't let the let that number one be that little taunt that like Cooper gave. Yeah, like Cooper does it right. Like he needs to watch Cooper's, and he's young, dude. He's seventeen still, right? Like you know what? That's a pretty good point. Coop's playing like Coop's is playing mind games. Well, what Coop's has is like big dick energy. So Coop's, Coop will strut around with his cock out, essentially. Yeah. And then everyone's like, fuck, he's the I don't think Jet, I don't think Jet would whip it out on the line yet. <laughs> but like what he'll he's doing is just like is. straight. Yeah, yeah. He'll tell us how yeah, big it is. Yeah. But like, and, and, and sometimes a girl might tell you that she thinks it was big, but, <laughs> but he really could just go win the race. And then yeah. we all know it's gnarly. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I just don't think. Well, Coop says it like subliminally. He yeah. kind of like leaves some shit up to the imagination. So, but I think that that's just like, and then yeah, we're putting Jet, like, once again, we're putting Jet, who's 17, 
could be my son, essentially, That's right? That's fucking crazy. Right? And I'm expecting him to act like a 30-year-old. Yeah. So that it's, I'm, I'm, like I said, I does not think, I don't think less of him at all. I, I yeah. love that he's doing this because we're talking about it, but I hate it for him now that he has backlash because of it. Yeah, and be- then Moseman will get weird shit because yeah, of it Yeah, well. it's like, man, like, what would you think of that? And, and kudos to the PR people, they're getting, getting some... Oh yeah, yeah. It's just I. He didn't need to do that. He didn't need to say like he didn't even come close to T Bone. But he's obviously Mosman knows he's worried about him. Yeah, dude. Fucking Jet committed to that turn too. Like that was as textbook as it gets. Like he just went, oh well, like and just fucking sent it into that turn. I watched some of the stuff Jet does on the bike, man, in the heat race. Like gets out. So bullshit. eh? He's he's got the total package and. And I am binge. I'm critiquing something that's a nine point eight. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm critiquing yeah. a a comment uh, of what he made emotionally charged of a guy that he's not pumped on. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Like, like, but guess what? Now that he's 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 loaded the gun. Yeah. Now Mosman is like, yeah, you you know what? Like, he doesn't have an ally in, in Michael Mosman anymore. Yeah. No. Nah, never. And you were right. Like what you said. I can't wait to talk to Colt on here. Because, like, Colt had it figured out, dude. Like, he just full, like, little homie jet so he, hard. He like, little he, homie he, jet, He yeah. little homie him so good. Yeah, like, j- And now jet, jet would be like, fuck, Colt's hey, the coolest hey, guy. Cool. Hey, Colt. Well, where'd yeah. you get your sneakers? You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. like, but, like, Mosman now has, like, got nothing to lose. He yeah. needs Mosman on his side. And the thing is, is, like, you've painted, you've painted Mosman out to be this character. And now all he has to do is play it. Yeah. And that was the same as Shorty. That was like, oh, I'm that guy? Cool, I'll be that fucking guy. Yeah, I'm already, you've already led me that guy. Exactly. So it's like, I I wish he wouldn't have done that for him, Mm. but I'm glad he actually has the balls to say it too yeah, like yeah. if he feels it he's like yeah this guy's a kook like i'm so much i gave i gave him the number one the number one if that is the best thing you that can do. is way better than flipping him that, like yeah or thumbs up like yeah. gave him a thumbs up or like nah nah like yeah. that is the best because like he just went around the outside of you dude like yeah. that is he he didn't have to say he didn't have to say anything else all if he would have said I don't worry about Michael Mosman. I just passed him around the outside. Yeah. Oh. Yes, that's more oh. Cooper. That's more Cooper, Cooper style. Webb. Like yeah. I don't worry about killing people. I just pass them around. Or the you outside. just like, or <laughs> you just insert the con of me and be like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> yeah. Like, so what do you think about Mosman's pass? Who? Yeah, that's Cooper. Yeah, that's what that there. That's some like black belt fucking. Yeah. So it's shit. like, but once again, like we're watching a young man, a and superstar, then, a superstar yeah. evolve evolve in front of our eyes so yeah. with the media and with the podcast we are allowed to to crazy to, access so yeah. so jet lawrence i still love you i and, just but wish then, you yeah then he totally redeems himself by fucking psyching out for his boy joe so joe wins the race jet was trying so hard to beat him like he fucking there would have been can you imagine how conflicted jet would have been like, oh, that's my boy Sushi about to win his first race. Kind of want that money. Oh. <laughs> and he's like sending it to try Dude. and pass. Dude, shout out to Joe Shimoda. Uh, that ride was incredible. To win your first race like that. He was applied pressure from the moment the gate dropped. He made four mistakes based off pressure, maybe five lappers in his way. Yeah. And he re- as soon as the mistake was over, he regrouped, head strong forward. Like, And then, like you said, like, Shimoda 
and Jet Lawrence, Japan. Yeah. Left his his dad sent his mom and his sister yeah. over. Yeah. The Lawrences leave Australia to mm-hmm. Europe. Mm-hmm. They collide literally on the teammates. same team, yeah. teammates. And to see this, they both know completely opposite characters. I, too. I moving to Australia with my two kids and my wife, I have an all new respect for any athlete that takes their roots out of the ground yeah. in the country they're from and familiar with and plants them in another country to perform because I'm only here to work and to provide, which is a different level. Bro. So for Joe Shimoda and the Lawrence brothers and Ferrandis and any athlete that's Marv, Marv yeah, to Kenny. start a new life and perform that, that that's another element that I've never felt until now. And I can relate yeah. as far as like unfathomable pressure. Yeah. Um, yes, they are kids and maybe they're more resilient, but to have that story of both those kids across the world makes our sport even better because yeah. it's from Australia and Japan oh. and France. Like yeah. this is an amazing sport, man. Line, huh? It is so good. Oh, oh, that is insane, dude. How good. Oh, that is so good. Dude, look at oh. little Jetty boy. I remember, oh I remember. Gosh. That is so amazing. I remember that exact kid. That exact little kid, same fucking everything, man. Like that's that amazing. Coolest kid. Look at those two guys, man. I just that right there. That's a fucking special storyline. That's really sport. cool. I, Joe Shimoda was in Australia, in America at this time. Yeah. And he was riding here and there, and I told Christy LaCurl, I was like, "Hey, Orange Brigade days." I'm like, "You yeah, bet." Yeah. And I was not managing. I'm like, "You need to sign that kid because he was on a KTM beating the factory riders." And she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't have room. I don't have room. So they were like hooking him up. So to see this kid that was in a shadow for a long time and then, you know, whether the Geico thing came to fruition or not, I think he's in a better place at PC. So yeah, things happen yeah. for a reason. Yeah. And what, a, what a story for him. Like that race kept his championship alive. So like the championship's over. Yeah. Except it's not. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's fucking done, but it's not done. It's not at all. done. Yeah. No. So like Joe Schmoda and like if Jet passed him, kills his championship yep. hopes. Jet didn't pass him. Championship. But, but so we like, can talk about J- uh, Joe Shimoda being the championship hunt going into the final round. There's a storyline. There's that's nobody that's great. Yeah, when he got dropped at Geico <laughs> not dropped essentially, but you know what I mean? Geico, hey, sorry dude, you don't have a contract, but you can go try out for Cowie even though you fucking oh, kill it yeah and uh gets the gets the spot he's been pc's best guy absolutely across the board he's getting so his, solid his trajectory is going the right way he is it's it's awesome man like there's you know and in his english the way he's, how good is his english man like to learn a new language from japanese to to english that's not like you know no, italian Spanish yeah. or French even, right? Yeah. That's a different deal and he's he's vulnerable. Like we as fans, if you're at a race, go give that kid a high five if you're like yeah. close. Like go give him a follow. Tell him he's great. Like yeah. old swap moto has gotta be hyping his countrymen is like you know, but ser- in all seriousness, like the sport's in a great place to the yeah. youth, you know? Yeah. Um it's it's you got every avenue of of athlete personality it's 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 badass and to see those two and this gives you context of why they were so happy like when you know somebody for oh. this long and you've been to so many races and teammates and fierce oh competition and then like 
for Jet to have that much like love and happiness for his friend in this hyper competitive individual sport. I was just like, ah, oh, what a fucking, what a night, what a race. Yeah, it, it, it. It shows you the transparency. Like I said, yeah. I kind of just ripped on Jet for being transparent. But, but like, you get that on the other side. Absolutely. You get both you of You get day. both. He's, yeah. not one, he's not one way. He's not just a hater. Yeah. He, he's a loving kid. He's a real human. Yeah. And, and, and even Joe's interview on the, he like, he just like, thank you. He everyone. almost was kind. Yeah. Like, as you should. Yeah. Like he, he's sac- his whole family has sacrificed yeah. for him to be there. They split their family apart for him to live a dream. And, as we know, that's a, that's a big risk. Yeah. And, and, and there's points too, I think, um, in life where you, you have these like certain bookends or like closing of chapters or your life's like a fucking trilogy or, you know, however right. you want to think of it in, in narrative terms. But I think you achieve certain things and then it's like chapter closed and then you can move on to the next thing. And, you know, there's a bunch of storylines going and the whole time, but to win a main event, like to get a factory ride, bookend. Oh wow, we did it. We're at here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now the next chapter has to start, and then it's like I just got a podium. I won a race, and then that moment there closes the chapter on like a lot of sacrifice, a lot of um, you know personal trials and tribulations. Like now, just because of that, so much is worth it, and you can just be like. Phew that's a relief and then now it frees him up to do like the next chapter of Joe Shimoda like what are you gonna do that, from now and all this pressure's gone you've been vindicated in so many ways now and then you get to go forward with this weight off your shoulders I feel like the same thing for Aaron Plessinger this year I feel like the same thing for Mookie like there's these key moments in your life whether you're racing or not where like things happen events happen and it's like close that chapter we did it and now it's on to the next. Amen to that. And and to add to that is what's really interesting is there's I use this this correlation with kids I mentor or train is if these kids have been racing each other since they're sixty five. So I believe this is sixty five they're on. Yeah, it's a sixty five. Okay. So since they're eleven years old. They might be twelve, age eleven at this time. They were on sixty fives in two thousand and fourteen. <laughs> okay. Is so, so wild. So they've been they've known of each other since they're 11, 12 years old, right? Yeah. Then they have to race each other. They collide on Geico. Jet clearly has had the upper hand with media exposure, all deservingly. Yeah. Beat him heads up multiple times. For Joe Shimoda to come out on top, like in, in tre- a duel. Yep. Yeah, to the end. Yeah. He changed the narrative. Yeah, that's true. Hey. Right? And Plessinger, same thing. He'd yeah. been beat down. He, he's been stripped down of any confidence he had. He had he was emptied. Yeah. Right? Ferrandis, he's now emptied too. Yeah. Mookie's now fulfilled. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Shimoto's now fulfilled. It takes a special person to change the narrative. Yeah. Because you can write have, their own story. Write their own story. Their yeah. story, you can think your story's written and I should just be third place. Yeah, I should just be fifth, and that's okay. Yeah, because when you're race moto, the the global market's so small. You think you should always be beat by that guy. Yeah, until you beat him or not. Yeah, it, and like I said, I use this correlation to kids I mentor and trained in the past. Is if I played a guy in basketball in my front yard my whole life, and he went off to college for four years and didn't play ball, 
but I continue to practice all the time and he came back mentally, he's probably still going to beat me. Yeah. Because he knows he's always beat me for seven, eight, ten years in my front yard. He's had my number. Yeah. Even though I trained, I studied, I did more mentally, he left winning and beating me. Yeah. That So for these kids... It's so powerful, it's dude. It's so powerful. Confidence is a weapon. You see that in the gym, like at huh. me for training, dude. I literally know every single person in my gym I can beat. Like, and then I know every single person I can't beat. And it's just like... It is what it is. And I there's people I look at, I'm like, yeah, you literally just can't beat me. Like, And and that would be the same for those dudes. Yeah. Until you fucking do it. And then the whole dynamic changes. And I, I remember like earlier when I was training, I'd like, I'd beat one person that I thought like, dude, it's going to be five years before I can beat. And then ever since you just look at them in a completely different way. It's a, I, just a I, shift, dude. You remember the name Brian McGavern? No. So he was like, the most sought after amateur racer on Yamaha. Really? He's on the cover of Krusty or not of uh, Terra Firma jumping down this gnarly step down yeah, in right. Beaumont. And he was factory Yamaha and it was him, Hamlin, like our era, right? Yeah. yeah. And he would he'd never like lost a Loretta's title. Like he was Fox kid, like he was in Fresno. He was tight he was young, all with yeah. friends, all the boys. His dad always just wore thongs of the track. Like the dude was just a weapon. And he made some poor choice. He grew up too quick, right? Yeah, and then too much too soon. Too much too soon. And I remember when I passed him in a Supercross, and all he's done, because I never could touch him. Yeah, right. So far out of reach. So far out of reach. And then I just I saw I saw him slipping. He yeah. rode for Emig. He was on Emig's triple or Edge team when yeah, Edge was, right. and he was number three three three, and it was Strategic Three was the team name. Yeah. And I remember I passed McGav, and I'm like, he's done. It was at San Diego Supercross. I'm like. I shouldn't be passing McGaff. Like, right? Like, yeah. he's done. Yeah. And it's like, there's clearly a Jet's between. not done. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, like, yeah. like... But there's a shift there's mentally. There's a shift yeah. mentally that, like, I'll, he never beat me ever again. Yeah. Right? Because I instantly knew I had his number. And it's like, yeah. now Joe... Could he'll have that confidence. He'll have that confidence because he, he didn't luck into it. Yeah. He raced for it. So, yeah, the, these the, it's, it, the conf, confidence is an absolute weapon. And that's... Going back to Rhino, he never got that, man. Yeah. He raced McGrath. McGrath just always had him. Yeah. Right? Like Yeah, just the era you grow up in. Just the era you grew up in. You just get used to getting beat. He could work harder. Yeah. Work more. Faster bike. Do everything. But mentally, he just couldn't get over MC beating him. Yeah. And there's a difference between thinking and knowing. And then doing. Yeah. But like you don't get the knowing until you do. You've got like until you do, it's only ever thinking. 100%. You can think you can win that race all you want. Regan Duffy, he could think that he oh. was going to win the first round, but he doesn't know it. But now he does. There's a big, big, big difference. He he was. I, I wish that the boys here didn't put pussy on a pedestal in Australia. The and and the guys in Europe even to want to get to the States because they have world-class athletes in their own home country. Yeah. They can foster that speed if they all just kind of band together. Like, yeah, we're bad dudes, but they're kind of insecure mm. with what they have. Any guy in the top 10 in Australian motocross could get a top 10 in American motocross if they believed it. Yeah. Dude, 
And the thing is, like, you get Ferris. He went over. He took his own bike. He, he took his own it. suspension. He just believed in himself. Yep. He didn't, like, he, he didn't, didn't go there. He didn't, he didn't put pussy on a pedestal. Nah. He didn't go over there and was like, oh, I'm going to use American nope. setups. I'm going to use, I'm going to try and get a good rate. He was just like, I'll tell you my own fucking shit. He was in a place mentally. He was confident. Yeah. Confident. Yeah. Got a fucking podium at High Point. No joke, that track, by the way. Yeah. He's, that, that shows, like, take that same attitude, right? Like, and keep it internal if in your country. If all those boys just elevated each other, yeah. elevated each other, when they have that opportunity at destinations, they will, instead of, oh, we're not as good as them. No, you are. Like, Juan Thaggy's a world-class sand track. I'm sorry. Mm. Like, you, that, you have no reason not to be a world-class athlete with racing Juan Thaggy and racing managing up and racing yeah. some tracks yes maybe they're not world class like yeah. as far as how to get faster but the tools are here in the st- in Australia to be a world and it's been proven with Chad Reed and Dean yeah. Ferris and Todd Todd Todd's Waters Michael Byrne right yeah. like it's it's Medi. here Medi like you don't just have to bail straight away yeah you know so it, it's it's there like confidence thrive on it build on that base build on that speed here or in Europe or whatever your home country is to, then when you have the right opportunity be confident in what you have yeah. and bring that there the thing with Joe too is um, look at the PC team this year they have legitimately crumbled everybody that every other PC rider has just fucking completely crumbled around Joe Schmoda is the only PC rider that like I, I think Ricky said it I, I, I'm stealing this from somebody um, but he said he he's the only one that raced the track and not the riders on that night yeah I'd agree Joe just fucking did what he had to do he raced the track he made mistakes he limited mistakes because there's like there's tracks that are really hard for lappers because oh, the, that one was that tough. one was terrible they dude. were in lappers in lap 8 and the the problem is that that track made it so hard for lappers to move out the way yeah there was nowhere for them nope. to go dude and nope. sometimes lappers it's their fault and they're fucking hyper in the way but on a night like the other night dude, pff, sorry dude you just it's that was and, a and, real hard and, and track. the leader's not in the power play position no nah. you're 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 and ricky says it every weekend like it's you'd rather be the second guy in line than the first guy in line yeah. right and yeah it was to see those two boys that come from across the world to come to the main stage that came from the same bike to do different teams yeah, and same journey. And like you said, like I, we could be overthinking it, but jet, we know he didn't let him get it, but yeah. you know, like when he crossed the finish line, he didn't, he was not bummed on himself nah. cause he got beat. Yeah. Like he got beat because he was like, dude, my boy sushi just <laughs> won the damn race. So. Yeah. And the very next day they're playing golf together. That's so good. Yeah. Such a sick story. Uh, and in other news, uh, Colt Nichols wins the championship. <laughs> I don't know if we got to talk about that. I'm dude, just, I know. It's it, rad. Fuck, he's been good, dude. Yeah, Colt he's Nichols. so good. He deserves it. I mean, he, he put in a charge. He was fast into that race. Mm. Like, you know, I think the nerves, he got settled. Like, I, I'm... I, I didn't have a, a horse in the race with either him or Craig, right? Um, Colt, I think, just was almost a forgotten one. Mm. You know, I think he almost was forgotten in our sport at a young age when he didn't get that illustrious pro circuit ride. Mm. So, for the... Back when that mattered. <laughs> yeah, right? And and now the star is the power play, and he's just seasoned, and he's good, good-looking dude, and he's yeah. he's he's got the right attitude, and 
he he we're gonna get the most out of this title from Colt, I think. Yeah. And I think outdoors is gonna be he's gonna be a weapon coming into the outdoor season. Yeah. Yeah. He's just from round one, he just looked like I said, I'll shamelessly plug myself and say, I thought as soon as I saw him in round one, I was like, ah, oh, he's winning the title. He just looks solid, man. Yeah. And you you talk about like Shimoda racing the track on that night. You could tell from round one that Colt was racing for the championship. Yes, 100%. He was the only one. that He was the only one that stood out to me on night one and was like oh he he's riding like he's like championship riding right now he's racing but he's racing for the championship and there's a fucking big difference man and yeah. like coop's like that coop is racing for the championship like wow. if you're if you're driving in a line forwards towards the first weekend of may the only thing on their minds was the championship in my opinion and there's other guys that they just don't look like that's yeah, what they're doing so christian craig was proving to us exactly he was trying to win that race per, christian was proving to us that he he deserved that yeah, ride yeah he got emotional because he deserved it not yeah. you know and as he should yeah but, yeah yeah but wow man but you're that, absolutely that right the championship yeah, thing you know justin barsha was trying to trying win to that, win the, the opener 100 percent we could say that Tomac was racing the title until he wasn't racing for the title. Exactly. There is, and I talked about this on the Julian Wilson podcast. Look at you, my man. Dropping some bombs I love this shit, boys. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, you're absolutely right. Colt was the only guy, because he's a man amongst yeah. boys. Yeah, he right? knew, dude. And yeah. that's why little bro Jet. Yeah. He, he, was, he was like, he was like, it's all good, man. I'm still winning the championship. Will Hahn raced for the title back then. Yeah. Like, the, like, then that's a lot of Ryan Federer, you know, like Speedy talking him into that lane, and and, yeah. and and look who's look who's with Colt, yeah, Will, yeah, right. I mean, and and I think distractions come into that. Like the Craig social platform is a pretty good machine in their own little heartstring way. Yeah, love is great. I think Christian loves the the love and family support he he thrives on. Yeah, but it is still a distraction. Yeah. It, it, it still it takes another level of maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's an extra thing. It's an extra thing. Good, bad, or otherwise, yeah. it's one or it's three more things. He has to share love for Jagger, for Lennon, and for uh, Paige. Yeah. If he doesn't do that, he's a selfish human. Yeah. If he does do that, he's a great dad, and he's got to be a great racer. Yeah. There's no knock on that, but that takes. that's why professional athletes yeah. are, are the top or selfish. Look at Kenny. Yeah. He has to share his love for yeah. his little guy. Courtney, look at Coop, dude. Him and his chick just charging. No, like Eli. Oh, Mariah. Uh, Coop, can you please take out the the trash? (laughs) Fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) And then she'd be like, okay, fair. He'd be like, I'm watching tape. Yeah. Uh, Okay, cool. It's it's seasons of life, right? Yeah, you just don't care. And Eli and Ken are in a season that Cooper's not. Yeah. And in the season that that, that Cooper's dropping is a thunderstorm on everyone. Yeah. It's just... It's just raining Cooper Webb on everyone, and and it's everyone's hiding. Yeah, and I think that Colt, he just man, he just hasn't said anything. He just went out and just started fucking winning. Right? He won. Did he win four in a row? Or was uh, it three in a row? Like, god damn, dude. He yeah. just and and yeah. So and, there, like, and there's no asterisk I think in this for him because like the fastest horses were still in the race. Yeah, yeah. Right. And yes, the 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 um. The, like the, field the field wasn't was depleted. Thick. 
was depleted from fifth back, but the sixth place guy was never in a title contention for him. No, and the sixth place dude, like it's a two horse race going into yes. Salt Lake yeah. for the West Coast as well. Yeah. So yeah. like, it, what the fuck? It's, yeah, no, I, it's it's visually it looks soft, but unfortunately, like there's these privateers that are in sixth to tenth. Yeah. That get to say they got sixth or tenth in a, a series overall. Yeah. No team is looking at those guys. No, 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 fuck, unfortunately. Which unfortunate, but yeah. like, there's. Yeah, it's just speed matters. Yeah. Results don't matter as much as speed. Yeah, Why do you true. think Millsaps and Hanson and the like guys, the consistency doesn't get you rides, speed does. Yeah, no, 100%. So, but yeah, so Colt... Colt Nichols raced for a title, man. Yeah, just one. He just... And that's, round round that's, one, dude, he was just like... It's so, it was just obvious. Yeah. He was just... I'm like, oh, he's here to fuck. That's it. That's all he's here to do is fuck. And he's fucking right now. He's <sighs> winning this shit. And good on him. He, he deserves, he deserves it. it. He deserves it. it. Not that anyone didn't, but he he played the game and raced better than anyone on that that East Coast class. Yeah. So pretty pretty sick, man. Yeah. So star racing, two titles, pretty much. Pretty fucking hectic. Again. <laughs> yeah, Justin Cooper. I I think Justin Cooper was lackluster as far as what he's capable of doing. Mm. I think he raced for the title in a slow way as well. He lost his way, man. He lost his way, I reckon. Like, there was some points. Round one, I was pretty much ready to, like, post him the trophy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he yeah, looked, yeah, me too. He looked so good. And then, I don't know. I don't know what we the don't fuck know, happened like, mid-week, to him. Midweek. Like, yeah. But you know what? Cooper's rad because he's been consistent since the first day he lined up as a pro. Yeah. We just don't really. He's a, lot, he's, he's a little bit like Cooper. Webb. Web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, yeah. Justin yeah, Cooper's yeah. got that little bit of that aura around him. Like, I'll let you in just enough. Yeah. I'll yeah, I riding. literally know nothing about him. I know his chick flies her own, which has her own plane. That's so pretty dope. Yeah, so he gets to hang out in his own private plane, financed by his his chick's parents. That's Unreal. Pretty, Unreal. He's already playing the game better than every other guy on that. <laughs> he ain't paying for private jets. <laughs> That's me. No, I'm a big fan of Justin Cooper because he's just his actions speak. He's in it for the. Yeah. I think in it for the short time. Yeah. Results. He's not going to be guys to hang around. He's got that New Jersey, like East Coast like swagger like. Dude, all you SoCal boys are just a bunch of kooks. Like, yeah. I'm gonna go fast, make a grip of money, like in for what it is. Yeah, and I'm out. And deuces. Yeah, like I don't want to be here for a legacy. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's uh he's fucking killing it, dude. Also, well, this feels like a wrap up <laughs> yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. Hunter fucking Lawrence had a red plate this season. He re- he actually raced, I think, for the. Not for the title, but to use your... He raced for the long game. And yeah, look where yeah. it put him. Yeah. Right? Well, like, the crazy thing is, man, I don't know... I don't I don't know that it was that much. I think they might have mentioned on the broadcast here or there. I texted him after round one and was like, fuck, good job, dude. Like, back in it. You know, fucking, let's get it. And he wrote back. He was like, oh, dude, I could barely hang on. My shoulder is fucked. That was him at round one. God. And he got the red plate at one point this season yeah like and just... won a race multiple podiums like dude buy hunter lawrence stock now outdoors game on yeah outdoors game is gonna be fucking crazy hunter lawrence was getting battling for overalls with a turd of a geico honda with rc uh ac who won the title He's I I I I'm putting my stock on Hunter Lawrence for the 
in, for the outdoor That's title. That's pretty cool. Because he's just, he's seasoned, he's confident outdoors. He's like, he knows that that's where he was hired for. Yeah. And he's improved that much in Supercross. Yeah. Like, let's just hope he gets through this last round unscathed. Yeah. Builds on it, and he's going to be fit. His body, I mean, everything he's done's prepped him to shine. Like, this yeah. is his year to win the title, back it up in 22, mm. right? And then go to 450-23. That's his roadmap. Yeah. That'd be so sick. You know? How, what's the points, runs? Do you know? Of the um, West Coast? Is it West or East? Who fucking knows? COVID coast. Um, yeah, but I mean, he can still theoretically win, right? Uh, what's that? Yeah. What's 41 minus 32? It's two. That's uh, he's... It's 180, 180 versus 160. He's 20 points down. So he can still win. He can still win. So mathematically, he's not out. And that's insane. You No one would have bet that. No. Nah. And then McAdoo's um, 158 out. No, I'm sorry, 158. So he's 22 points out. Yeah. Yes, I mean, he can still win too. But yeah, Hunter, man, like he on, he's had a better season than Jet. Yeah. <laughs> on paper, right? Yeah, no, Jet didn't. Jet is out in, is in fourth in the points. So we'll slide to third with Christian out. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, Willie? For uh, sure. Um, Jet is, yeah, 151. So he definitely will. Definitely will slide to. He could. J- Shimoda's in second. Yeah. Um, so he could even catch Shimoda if he has a bad night, but unlikely. So Jet should essentially finish third overall. Hunter, probably going to finish second. Give him a Red Bull helmet. Man, Both we, of them. how Let's sick go. would it be? Let's go. Oh, man. Because that's all Jet's got on him at this point. Like, literally. Yeah. I, that's I, the only thing. Hunter had the red plate. Jet's got a Red Bull helmet. That's the only... <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, where we're, that's where we we're should, splitting the I, We should hit up Hammer and go, hey, what's the pipeline? Yeah, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to get your boy one of them special lids? Here, there's one here. He can use he's that. Gonna, he's going to turn it into a, some type of Red Bull Moto Spy. Mm. I'm about the- theatrical it. Yeah. like w- wins this thing delivered but oh, could you it'd be so if, dope if he just had like a wins? like a title a title sponsor as a golf ball that would be insane that would be pretty dope like hit up my boy John Mallinger at Travis Matthew and get him a Travis Matthews sponsor there you go fuck those dudes killed it man um and then what's your thoughts on McAdoo that what Wait, let me, before I want to finish this question. <laughs> wow. What's your thoughts on Cameron McAdoo, the Walking Bell Moto 10 commercial? He did for Bell what Jack Bell did for 60. Dude, right? I'm like, hey, uh, I really want a Moto 10 <laughs> now because he's not dead. Cameron McAdoo. You called him Wackadoo first time yeah, you saw him on the track. He, he has more heart. Mm. Than most, he has got the rhino theory in him. You yeah. can't, you can't buy that. Cameron McAdoo, um, I think he he should, man, should he have been allowed to race? Nope. By rules, no. Nope. No. But so let's all right. Let's put the rules aside for a second. This is my thinking on it, right? Um, Cooper Webb. It's three rounds to go in the championship. I got a 22-point lead. I get a super bad start, like buried in the pack. Three whoops to go. I fucking grab a little bit of extra front brake, do a bit of a fucking OTB into the turn, lay down a bit. They red flag the race. Fuck, boys, I'm good. Doc Bodner, I'm good. Trust me, I'm okay. 
All right, Coop, no worries, man. You fucking back on the start line. You go again. You get the whole shot, 25 points, extend the championship. That might, like, I'm speaking completely out of my ass. There is nothing stopping these guys from doing that now because Cameron McAdoo just set that pre- that uh, precedent. So, Doc Am Bar- I right? Yeah, Doc Bodner and his staff there, I can't speak for him now, but when I was there, I was just luckily, <laughs> I got to know them too much because in that stupid, yeah. as a privateer too much. <laughs> and, uh, but I got to know them and they'd do whatever they could for me, you know, as I was more established, like as I yeah. got older to get me, keep me racing, right? Yeah. Um, I tore my ACL at Glen Helen one year and he gave me like a shot in the ass. He's like, Hey, if you, it's basically to, but they would give, you know, elite football players like, Hey, this will get you out there. This will get you out there. But if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're just having a hard time breathing and getting itchy, your, your, your airway is closing up. He's so, ride back. <laughs> so you know, pull off and come see me and we'll give you a shot to counteract it. Oh. So they have the best of intentions, like, and they're not loose. Like, that. Oh, this isn't, this isn't no, no, no. a knock on that no, at no, no, all. No, this but, is just a straight prob- play the on the pro- rule book. The, the problem is, to your point, is if those, if that was number 423. They ain't letting him line up. Nah. And, and it's a problem. Yeah, the, it's the, a, it, it's a not, real problem, dude. They're, they're not letting, and it's because... There's still there's emotional and there's accountability like everyone yeah. it's still cowboy enough that that Doctor Bonner has to hop on a flight with Mitch back to California yeah yeah you know and it's like I don't have the answer and I don't it's, no it's, it's, this it's, is I've got the answer if you're involved in the restart if you're the bike that crashes and then they restart the race you're out I'm sorry it just is what it is man yeah that in every other no form I of I, I agree you, you caused the, because not not and this isn't a knock against Cameron McAdoo fucking love that dude and also the fact that we got to see the hero ride that he did to get on the po- I, I need to preface this the what he did so special oh unbelievably we're, special we're, we're a month out we're still talking about it dude craziest fucking one of the craziest rides in supercross i've ever seen epic i'm so glad that i got to witness that race from cameron mcadoo should he have been allowed to do it no. No. And that's not that's not on medical grounds. You could argue that. I also think on a medical ground, like he was out because he went limp. You don't go I've been knocked out by being fucking hit in the head before. And you just He was he was dummied like go, ATV. Yeah. He's like you know ATV yeah. Fury when you case and you bite. Yeah. He was dummied. So that that is a concussion. Oh, Doc Bodner, those they're not seeing replays. They're there. They're this in is the not a knock no, no. on them. I, I'm in not taking anyway. it that way. Yeah. He definitely was fucking out. His body goes limp. You don't go limp like that while you're still conscious. That's, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I've been knocked out. I've seen a lot of people get knocked out. Like Jorge Masvidal on the weekend got knocked out. Body goes limp, drops to the floor. Like this is a clear thing in terms of being knocked out. On that grounds, I'm not a doctor. You guys make up your mind. I feel like I've seen enough concussions to know a concussion. But besides the point, the, the problem is is that what that did is it created a precedent to now you can game the system because if you're on the so like if you're coop and then you do the scenario that i just said right and then you purposely reflag the race you go and they're like oh no dude like you got hey what about mcadoo he was in the championship you let him ride that fucked the system so there needs to now like this and and the thing is like this shit happens in sport someone highlights a quasi gray area in the rules that's fine 
now we just kind of change the rules to make it work once we've seen oh fuck there's kind of a loophole here or this could be exploited someone could take advantage of this now coop like if the ama if coop pulled that shit and then the ama tried to stop him from racing they literally couldn't do it now because no, he you I, pulled I, the McAdoo I, I, card. I, I agree so man. that's where the problem is no it, it was a the circumstances of events were bad for like that like the political side of our sport and it kind of makes our sport look like cowboys a little fucking bit. oath dude. dude it looks and then we you know if you're mitch payton you want cameron mcinter to do everything he's done thus far to like dude old school mitch is like i don't care if you got four fingers you know you, you, yeah. you can still hold on right yeah it, it's you saw that bit other crash that he was compromised in on the next Saturday or yeah. Tuesday or whatever the next Dude, race was huge crashes huge you crash. got to bench him man you got but fuck it, it's hard though it's hard oh. but like it, it's it continually like look at football right like or any professional sport in in the way that they they protect their athlete for the the future we're so the now yeah and they also because there's no second chances no. And, and I mean, maybe, maybe this, this is just, again, me talking out my ass, but maybe we've got to look at a system where like you drop a race at the end of every season, like coming in, coming into the last round. So let's say Dude. we've got one round to go, right? At the last season, uh, sorry, at the race before the season, uh, the, at the, right, what am I yeah, trying yeah. to say? The, the, uh, the, la- the, the second penultimate race, the points get adjusted to drop your last round. Everybody would kind of know look, what would happen where with Coop you're going to be. Year. Look, 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 Coop would have been in it last oh, year. Oh yeah, Coop would have still been. So it it, add, it would add like a new level of drama, but it would also, this is the main the point. urgency in health, man. Yeah, you could say to a dude like McAdoo, who f- he fucking hit his head bad. And again, very good ad for the new bell. He hit his head, he was out. And you say to him, you're like, Cameron, this isn't good tonight. If you get if you hit your head again, there's a thing called second impact syndrome. I've seen a person have a fucking seizure from second impacts. It yep. literally almost watched Robbie Madison die. It's not a fucking joke. So you say to him, you go, Cameron, tonight, this is not your night, dude. Man, you just I, fucking I, hit your I head. Agree. This this is gonna be our drop race. We're gonna risk it. We're gonna risk it, but this is gonna be the race you drop. They do it in surfing. You drop your worst result. Yeah, I there's something to like something like that would relieve the, the tension oh dude it'd be so good yeah no it's it's uh some things you know things are going to change next year we know that like there's been you know we're talking about it other media people are talking about it like yeah Matt, so once again going something someone has to do something mega yeah rhino's outspoken put himself yeah. on the blast karen mcadoo's just shattered his body like <sighs> i mean the guy has 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 earned respect from all of us. He Fuck didn't. Yeah, dude. He didn't make the decision. He I want to buy him a beer, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I've, I've this kid. Like kudos to Tony Alessi for finding this kid out of Club MX and putting him on his team, and then just every he's been fighting. He's fighting and he fighting came here, dude. Yeah, he's fighting and fighting yeah. and never quitting and yeah. been mentored by the likes of Justin Brayton and he takes bits from everyone and now having Nick, Nick Way, Way I see. And, and hearing him say things like. I just want to change the narrative of this whackers, right? He doesn't yeah. like that, yeah. and he's trying. He's he, up until this point, he was close. <laughs> he was doing good <laughs> yeah. until he was so, doing real shit. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, I, I would say that the AMA made a bad decision. It made the wrong decision. Yeah. Um, 
it it would come across that you know Cameron's catching heat for just their decision yeah, and yeah. his willingness to put everything yeah. on the line for what we his job. We cannot fault him. No, we or can't. Mitch. No, nah. like 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 Mitch. Mitch has to trust him. Yeah, I mean Mitch can. And bench what's him. Mitch gonna do? Yeah, come on. You got a guy that wants to race. There's millions on the line. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, no, millions, there's millions. But, there's millions. But it's like there's a lot on the line for Mitch. They haven't won many championships. Here's your fucking dude. Like. That's a that's a terrible position to be in. So I think again, if you go back to like that, we can drop a race, and like, if the it's lights hard were, though in the lights because it's such a y- short that's exactly season. What I was but like the lights going back to Rhino's podcast, um, there should be a whole series for them. Honestly, probably we should now because the the way that the. Um, you're pointing out of the two fifties. It's just, it's just like yeah. getting it. And out. it's not a feeder system because nah. it's not like the the lesser of the talented riders. Like these guys are running the same lap times. They're doing the same jumps. The bikes are equal in like what's capable on those tight tracks. Yeah. But you, I heard, you know, I want to talk about that as the MX three class down in one thaggy. Yeah. Brilliant dude. So good. Eh? Like the racing's great. You got some sandbaggers, but everyone knows it. Right. <laughs> no, but like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it. Ryan knows it. But you know what? Like you're getting to see the same level rider, yeah, out there on the track, like yeah. or same size bike, on the same day, same type of track. Does this kid train? No, because he's fading after two laps. Yeah, but well, we can get him fit. Like, yeah, there's so much to it. I, there just needs to be a, a like the amateur all star class, half west, yeah. half east yeah. in the program. Yeah, it works for Monster Car. Yeah, I know. Just run. So, you guys have, have touched on that, but we we could do something to like elude that that urgency in that yeah. like Dean Wilson would really benefit for something like that yeah. right like oh, he, dude there's so many guys man like as soon as Coop has that crash then it's the thi- you it's, get three weeks of getting better really yeah because you get that week off before the race so you get hurt at that race yeah you get the week off yeah and then you, you, you can get into the next I mean not three weeks sorry you get two weeks like yes. work weeks to get yeah. back ready yeah you know, so yeah, so I'd I'd be a huge fan of that. I think it'd make the sport so much safer. It'd take a, a lot of pressure off these kids to just ri- like it. They're already risking enough, man. I don't I don't need. I love that I saw McAdoo do what he did. I didn't need to see it. Like I would have rather uh, over and over. I, I would have rathered him get fucking benched for that night, not completely ruin his championship, and and give him an opportunity to put his health first he wasn't right what he did though was incredible and i, you, I will not you, take I that away i saw when he came off and was talking to nick yeah like the the shake yeah. like like dude like he was like the, the what his body was what his mind was willing to do to get over that yeah was kind of special. next level yeah. it was special next yeah. level like him looking at nick and like go if you guys go back to I think it's on Cameron's page or someone where they're talking to Nick, where Nick's talking to him and he's like, it's actually on Supercross Live, oh, right? and cool. Supercross Live, and it's, and you can see him pulling up, dude, and he's yeah. shaking, and it's it's way back in the archives, I think, obviously from they it was yeah. Daytona or was it Atlanta? Atlanta one, I think. Yeah, he he just the shake, man. Wait, the, go up for a sec, sorry, dude. So that's the photo, Blair oh and I see, bro. Oh my gosh, dude, is that World Mini? Uh, looks like it actually. It, Yep, it's World Mini, dude. Yep. How fucking amazing. That is great. Absolutely, yeah. It, anyway. He's coming back because they wouldn't be putting in that on blast. Like, how's the duct tape around RC's? Is that duct tape around RC's yeah, boot? That's yeah. so good. 
Uh, yeah, try to find that for us, Ryan, so Mac can do a bit. But yeah, I mean, I just, I personally love the hero ride that he gave us. I wish we didn't have to see it. Because now kids, like like the back end kids are thinking like, well, that's I have what you to gotta do, do, that's yeah. what you got to do, that's what everyone wants to see. No, nah, we got to, we got to, and then like, so go up, go up, right? Sorry, McAdoo crash, go maybe down a little, yeah. Then he uh, has this thing. Uh, when you have this thing as well. His body's so compromised. Yeah. Like here, he just couldn't hang on. He just folds, man. Yeah, he, he folds on Wait, the lip. Wait, watch this. And he just bang. It's just like, He yeah. barely cases that. Yeah, there's nothing then, there, oh, dude. Oh, could have been so much worse. Oh, bro, that is a terrible... Oh, my God. And it hits and, his head hey, again. another ad for the fucking bell. Like, man, at, at this point, th- yeah, we've just got to be like, fuck, dude. Like, you've got a long career. And no You're fault to him. Yeah. Like, no, he's doing yeah. what he, he thinks... The industry's put this precedent that you have to be a warrior yeah well it's just the point so you, if you can't drop a race oh God, you cannot you the cannot drop a race and so that like you you shouldn't be taking multiple hits like that bro um it, back to back to back like bad bad I think bad back up i think it was back up it was uh oh no you're, you're dude look at right this. there right there see him talking oh, to Mick. yeah yeah look look at look at watch it look at his eyes and and look at his hands and he's like yeah he's fucked up man like like dude he's he's th- what he's up. willed what he's willed his body to do oh man like it's unbelievable man like yeah. is is actually that's a special human being dude yeah oh i i 100% agree and and yeah that's definitely like 100% take that on board but then 100% we shouldn't have to see it. That's like putting a uh, MMA or a boxer out and he's, he's, yeah. he's, he just, well, that's Rocky, it, you know, yeah, that's yeah, Rocky. That's, that, he gets knocked down and then he comes back and he does the fucking, he gets the win and, and then he's the, he is Rocky, but it's just like, <laughs> it's just like so bad dude to see fucking. And also just to, he's out right there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a, that's out. Like when your arm, he's yeah. at, he's at rigor mortis. That's out, bro. He's not preparing himself for impact. And uh, look at his knee break. Go back. This is dog move right now. Obviously, he's like fucking knee braces, like kind of legend on his bar there. Oh, he's doing, dude. He's doing a cliffhanger. Yeah, with his knee brace, <laughs> <laughs> just to be that fucking guy. <laughs> I can't help myself. But yeah, I mean, like, there's not a lot of consciousness at this point. I don't think. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, that's my fix. Like, I always. I always like to say what I think is wrong, but I also always like to give an opinion of how it could be solved. Yep. That's my solution. Drop a race. You can drop your worst result. And then, hey, guys, if you're fucked up, you don't have to go back out there. We can regroup. You can drop this race. We're Dude, fucking, I like we're it, good. man. Like, if we can keep these riders, like, at their best or not... Com- I mean, you know, Barsha's beat up. Like, these guys, half of them don't even know. Like, you know, Hunter's... Well, so... so sorry, sorry to cut you off, but before I forget. So, you know how you said Eli was out of the title? You get to a point. You know when that point was? No. The point where Eli Tomac was out of this championship? When Bar- you got Barsha and Freeze. Wasn't his problem. Wasn't his problem. Drop that race, boy. You back in this bitch. Right there. Mm-hmm. He, he put it on... 98% when that after that. Well, he was fucked with points. Yeah. You ain't catching coop. He's like, well, it's over, dude. So what's good is what's, what's, what am I going to do better than last year? I lost the, I lost the number one plate. Yeah. So why am I risking my life? Yeah. When we say this though, too, risking our lives and the level of riders like Martin Davalos retired and 
you know, he said I wasn't he wasn't willing to risk it anymore because the speeds are too high. Cooper Webb doesn't make it look like, and either does Kenny. I know the best make it look easy, but like they don't make it look like yeah, maybe it's sketchy. It, it's sketchy, but yeah. I think it's because obviously they're so the their base is so good, but yeah. the the problem is the pace is so fast when the problem goes bad like it goes bad it goes bad bad bad, bad, bad. <laughs> yeah go to um go to uh joey savachi's instagram real quick this is a really good example i know i don't have to tell you this this is a really good example of what these fucking psychos do on a weekly or daily basis this is what they have to deal with slide down a bit uh is i think oh fuck where was it Go, keep going. Dude, I just saw this the other day. Go up a bit. Man, I hope this wasn't just on his story. Keep going up. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Go to that Forest Butler. I don't think it's it. But just play that for a sec without sound. Press play, boy. Yeah, this this isn't it, I don't think. Um, Fuck. Go up and maybe see if it's still on his story. I literally... Uh, he hasn't got nothing up there. So Joey puts up this crash and he goes, oh, this happened on Thursday. Maybe try that just for shits. Nah, fuck it. Um, so yeah, Joey just puts up this crash. He's like, oh, I had this on Thursday and fucking I just was struggling. Dude, out of nowhere, nowhere, bike, 90 degrees, five whoops to go. Fucking cartwheeled. Huge crash. Fucking huge. Regular Thursday. Dude, just got to fly to Salt Lake, sack up, and fucking do it all again. Yeah, it's, it it's, is it's, preposterous. Yeah, and like any other sport, the week before a race, the days before a race, you're getting massage. Like these guys are doing the right things on the recovery side, but we the the level of intensity and perfection and like it's so tight now. Yeah, like and it has been for years. Let's be frank. Yeah, but they can't even let their bodies recover nah. because they have to get better. Yeah. And it's like, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Yeah. And if you're not getting worse, you don't think you're getting better. Yeah. Like it's, it's a very contradictory vicious cycle. Vicious cycle. Yeah. Like what other sport, if I was a, you know, as I'm a emotional hobbyist with mountain biking, if I know I'm racing an XC race on Saturday, I'm not going to go on a Thursday <laughs> send it. and send it and no. gut myself. Yeah. But what Moto says is you should. Yeah. Well, you have to. You not have that you to. should. You have to. Yeah. Like, well, the team's like, you should be out at Glen Helen. Yeah. 30 plus twos. Well, no, you shouldn't. Your body should be ready. But also, well, you need to get faster. So how do you get faster without pushing the envelope? Yeah. So there's a, there's a chicken and egg situation. And, and, and then you just want to do what everyone else is doing. This is the roadmap. Yes. And. I think Gareth Swanepoel has a recipe that's a lot better than most. Oh, I remember you telling me about this. Of using technique one, yeah. and, and baseline yeah. and heart rate with on the bike. Yeah. Um, and then the Baker's factory is like harder, 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 harder in this zone, off, on, off, on. Yeah. But no one's got the recipe of how to, to retain or gain speed, but yet keeping your body healthy because the sport is demanding from your hangnail to yeah. your receding hairline. Yeah. It's absolutely unbelievable. You know, like being able to build a base and not, if you build a base running 10 Ks and you're used to running an eight mile, eight minute mile, 
then if someone asks you to go ride, just race a mile, yeah. your body's not used to that fast twitch. So yeah. for these guys who got to ride a tempo pace, like you can, they'll never, they'll probably never have a crash at eighty five percent on supercross unless there's a failure. Yeah, yeah. But when they yeah. get to the race, their body's yeah. not conditioned yeah. to ride at one hundred ten percent. So like, I don't have the answer. Some just, people, some yeah. people are figuring it out. Yeah. And it's that window of opportunity. And Cooper Webb hits these races now with a marathon attitude. Yeah. He he gets in, finds his flow, he takes off a sprint. Yeah. You don't see the sprint, but I guarantee if you look at the 12-minute mark, you'll see a, uh, a surge. Yeah. And then he'll maintain, and he'll do another surge, and he maintains. And, and Dunge used to do the same thing. Yeah. Because they can manage their fitness and their speed yeah. in the same, and quantify that and know they know their, their competition. They've just quantified everything into their wrist yeah. and their heart rate. If Cooper does this, he knows his heart rate's going to do this. Yeah. He knows he can't sustain that with that. Yeah. So as it gets down, he'll taper the wrist just 2%, gets his heart rate down. It's all the same. People don't realize that this top level. Yeah. Like I tell, I, I told my brother-in-law, Luke Reardon, when he went racing, well, dude, you're, you're not doing the same thing as the other guys. Your speed's there. So you got to take a 25-minute moto at these local races and act like it's an hour. Yeah. Because you're not 25-minute. Like, you can't beat Nato yeah, Crawford. you can't do that. You speed, can't do yeah. that. Yeah. So take off the 25 minutes like they're thinking it would an hour race to be, and you'll find your flow at a safer pace and probably finish in the same position. Dude. You're so right. Like, if he go and he still makes the same mistake, he gets a whole shot, try, ah. and then his will and his want, and then I'll push the front end because he's not used to going the speed that his body and talent's capable of. Yeah. Because he hasn't built the foundation. Yeah. Right? If you take off that race to get the whole shot, but just let those guys pass him, mm. funnel to fourth at the Australia, the, you know, Queensland titles. Yeah. Then. Get to fifth and then probably work his way and then back. Go forward. Go forward. Maybe. Yeah. 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 But he goes out like the will and the want doesn't match the. Yeah. Ambitions outweigh ambi- his capability. Yes. <laughs> Did you see him running at Toowoomba this weekend? Look, same thing happened. Oh, really? Like, I love the kid, but I'm like, dude, his ambition and want. What did yeah. you just say? His a- ambition outweighs his capabilities. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. You've got to get up the capabilities before you can. There's a fucking. Yeah. Like you said, chicken and egg. It, it, dude, it, I, I did the. Um, uh, Joel Evans, not not a paid promo. Um, Joel Evans gave me one of his my my pitboard pros. It's like the timer that you put on your handlebar bar pad. Great thing, huh? So I did yesterday because of Manji. I'm yep. like I'm like all right. I'm gonna actually try and do some motos because every time I've raced in the last fucking three four years, I'm like I don't, why? <laughs> like what? I haven't. I just don't literally don't ride at all and then i just go do these races and it's a funny meme because we make funny videos of how much i suck but i actually am like no i'm pretty fit from jiu-jitsu i've been training a lot of jiu-jitsu cardio wise i'm super fit pretty fucking strong at the moment but i don't have like conditioning of like the work rate so i ride when i ride i don't get arm pump i don't get gassed out but i just get like a general fatigue yeah and it's just workload like my body's just not used to doing that type of work for that length of time so i was like cool get me fucking my lap pro thing how cool is that put, thing dude put it on so i set the um i set the lap time thing start finish line before the straight on the uh, natural train track at qmp so i could look at it went out and i said all right you're doing 15 minute motos i want to do yep. three in the day so I went out and it was crazy like the headspace that I got in because I knew like I could see the times there 
I couldn't really see the actual time. I wasn't paying attention to like if I was going fast. I was literally just trying to do yeah, the motos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was funny, man. So I did, um, I did, it was like nine laps, I think, for 15 minutes or eight laps for 15 minutes. I was doing like 140 to 150s, right? So then went out, first lap slow because I, I just did like a rolling start. I didn't actually pin it. Yep. Second lap, heater, did a 145 or 144.6 or whatever it was. And then I was like, fuck, I'm moving. And then the next couple, I literally pumped up, not pumped up, but I got tired. And then I was like, oh, fuck, that gassed me out, you know? Next lap, I was like, I got to back it down, backed it down. And then I was just like, I could see, I'm like, oh, I'm four minutes in. So I've got fucking another 11 to go. So I just got into like a mode. I was like, Dude. I just got a, a ma- I did the math in my head of like, this is how hard I think I can ride until 15 minutes there you go man and you know what dude it, it makes second, everything so much easier second last lap i did the exact same time as my sprint lap so, i just found a groove i got in a groove and i looked and i was like i kind of i was like oh well, i'm doing 140 so i don't have to look down for a few laps i knew exact i knew like i got four more laps until i looked down again got in a rhythm got in a ri- dude that was some of the most fun i've had right even though i had to fucking wrestle my bike the entire time and i had a crash but that was a super fun day at the track. I had a goal. I could like that, I had an exact y- yes, had an exact man. period of time that I wanted to ride for. It was right on my bar pad. Like it's honestly a really good experience. And that mode that you're talking about of like knowing, obviously like when Coop's in a race, he kind of is relying on his own pit board and he yep. he wouldn't be able to see the time ticking as in the same way. But he would have done so many laps that he he has that in his brain yes. right and that's how he's racing these races and it honestly was a cool learning experience for me yesterday as just a motorcycle rider to like go and do that kind of riding and i feel like i can relate to exactly what you're trying to say like they've they can do the math in their head of like i could do a couple laps here and then dial it back and then maintain and then I could do enough that'd leave me three laps at the end to yeah, push yeah. that's what they're doing man yeah, that's absolutely it. it's like it's let's bring it down for all you that are listening if you're your friend asks you to run a mile yeah do you and you haven't been run you know you're not like a, that you're not a runner are you gonna take off and sprint mm. around the track four times no you're gonna nah, like roll play in it safe. play it safe and hopefully get your last kick like last half lap or last last turn right yeah well why should in a motocross race get that get that good start to get out and be safe and then ride your race yeah. in what you feel don't just because you're in the lead think you should ride past yeah. what you're cap- and I know it's it's not easier said than done you just have to implement yeah, just gotta it. It. you just yeah. gotta commit to it yeah. like when I went took off at one thing I went for the whole shot not because I wanted to win the race because <laughs> yeah. I know it's the safest place to be Yeah. and then I stuck on the line and dude I went from like first to seventh the first lap because I'm like that was not what I wanted to go. That's and not then, what I'm here for, boys. And then yeah. I went just went up to fourth. Yeah. Right? I'm like, boom, pick away. Like, that guy made a mistake. So I'm like, I just know I'm not going to be able to sustain the intensity right now because first and foremost, not that comfortable on this bike yet. Second of all, it tracks gnarly. And third of all, like... 40. Yeah, it's just like... But if you can just know your know your, know your your zone, be confident yeah. who you are, and practice it. Yeah. Pra- you got to practice it. Yeah. Like I would said. have never known it and until I, I and, did that. And for me as a vet guys that are listening, like it's a great way for you, like you said, to have a, a plan to go to the track. I enjoyed it so much. It's so much more fun. Like, what am I going to do this moto? And you like... Or you just send it until you can't. And then yeah. you're like... And Rhino said something on your podcast. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. being in, in When you're in that, 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 that zone where yeah. nothing else matters. Yeah. 
dude i and i think about it, i'm like when i was i was driving um from brizzy and i was listening to it and i'm like dude that's like i knew that's why but i was like that's why i didn't get hurt ever really testing yeah because in the zone yeah really i was feeling the bike i was i wasn't you worrying about present. Yeah. i wasn't worrying yeah. about my yeah. chick i wasn't worrying about what i was doing that night i was present in the moment dude and i knew exactly what my bike was as soon as your head like i said christian thinking about anything other than the moment yeah. dude it's too, the sport is gnarly yeah no dude 100 percent. and yeah i i would have i've never experienced it until i rode with that and again it's not an ad i'm not getting paid no, no, i'm not saying go no, rush no. by it but my, my, it, it was be, fucking it could cool be, what's it called um lit pro my laps your well, you mechanic. can't see them on the yeah yeah thing. i know like, i'm just saying like whatever yeah. that accountability is yeah to see yourself yeah to know what you did yeah i'm find it yeah it was it was a cool it was a really cool experience of plant like going were you watching per, per lap nah because i oh once i figured out how many laps i was doing then i just all, all i was thinking about honestly i was trying to just like get my footwork good like really good and i was i got like a i definitely have got the feet side of riding down and like the knees and like the knees yeah, back yeah, like yeah, i've yeah. got that dialed now i'm like trying to work on the upper body stuff aj catanzaro actually like gave me a it's funny like in golf you talk about like swing thoughts what's your swing thought what's your um what's th- when you're at the top of your swing what's the thing that you're gonna try and engage or think about to then give you the desired body mm. effect right so that it's a whole and this, this is again like i'm nerding out on this shit because i've i've applied it in jujitsu and no, golf it's, and it's, now it to moto so you're like so in golf right you go up to the top of your swing my swing thought when I'm in the top of my swing, because I used to play pretty good golf, is I'll just rotate my chest as far forward and fast as possible. So like the the um what I'd do like when I first started playing golf is that like you gotta move your hips fast. All your power comes from your hips and turning your hips. So what happens though is you end up going too fast and then your upper body can't catch up. So then your hips don't move at all. So what you end up doing is you try and move your hips even more. But you've put the cart before the horse yeah yeah. so then now my thought is swing with my like follow through with my chest so much which is counterintuitive because you're like oh my hips aren't going all the way through bang get your hips perfect so it's this weird swing thought that kind of isn't in relation to what yeah yeah. but it gives you the desired result so aj was like so my thing is like i want to get my head over and get my chest everything lower i stand up too tall i got like the perfect leg shit going on my feet are good and it feels good now i can do it but it i'm still up and tall so aj said he's like dude what my swing thought is to pinch my shoulder blades like tense those muscles and pinch my shoulder blades together so I, I was like, fuck, I'm going to ride the Ducati to the gym because I got that Ducati motard. Yeah, yeah. It's the same riding position as a moto. Yeah. Nothing's got fucking 150 horsepower. Because, yeah, AJ's like, when you're accelerating, like instead of using your forearms to pull you back yep. to the bike, do like a row with your back. So then I get on the Ducati this morning. I just go fucking zero to 100 as fast <laughs> like, as you, I you could. You look like a cop right on the road with your fire act. But, yeah, I'm just like... and. It was like no pressure on my forearms, like got into that position. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, like so going my, to the, going yeah. to the track, having a plan, have some thoughts in your head. And then one thing you can do too with that is like when I, when I coach is if I look at someone, when I'm coaching a group of guys and there's one sitting there slumped over. Yeah. 
Dude, so right. Right? Like, and, and then I see a guy right into the pits, elbows down, like gooned out. It's the same guy. Same guy, right? Yeah. And then he goes in the jump and he's like gooned out. It's like, you seen Kenny Roxon when he rides through the tunnel? Yeah. He looks the same as when he has ride the track. For sure, right? dude. So like I try try to try to emulate how you pull on and off the track or ride through the pit yeah. with your chest out, posture up, don't look slumped. I'm I, I there's a lot of things you can do, right? Yeah. Like just just with your daily like dude, I just I sat up in the chair talking. Knees, yeah. I'm like sitting back. I have terrible I, I have bad we posture. All do. So it's like I, I sit up straight, yeah. right? So it's like but moto I'm never gonna ride through the pits looking like a sloth. Yeah. I always want to like, dude, I'm bad, dude. Like chest yeah. out, back, shoulders back. Yeah. Like look proper and ride that way, and, and it does help, you know. Yeah. No, like, definitely. Look, look, look it looked apart, right? Yeah. And then and apply and, and and apply the movement with it. Yeah. No. So it was it was definitely um yeah it was it was a cool cool experience and uh, I think what you were saying about the way that those guys manage the race and they manage their energy and I think. I just experienced a little bit of that because I actually went there with a yeah, goal of doing the, that, you know, and the, and more, the speed did and the not matter. You, and the more you do it, yeah. the more, the more that final kick in that mile, you yeah. know, like that final kick will get fun. Well, right? my second last lap was the fastest. Yeah. You, and then you got to apply that emotion in the race now yeah. to make sure that you can control like, yeah. like you said, riding that Shimoda race. Yeah. Or Colt. They're just yeah. racing for championship. Yeah. That's yep. their goal. It's like the way that I was looking at 15 minutes on the fucking my timer thing they're looking at one e <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean and a big big paycheck yeah um all right we'll fucking pump through we've fucking almost done three hours already um we've talked about west coast lights uh talked about making it right, we're fucking almost done all right we'll finish um on marv so with all the with all the rhino bullshit aside how fucking good yeah, for Marvin Muscan and, and Matilde, Matilde. <laughs> yeah. I've got a photo of them up there go to Matilde's Instagram dude look at this shit she, she say yeah. what you will about a moto chick being like super involved that's a completely different argument this is the way that they choose to live and good on them for that so there's this photo and then go across there's another one nah oh yeah there's click out of it and then go that photo there man good on you too they honestly they left their families they followed his dream she backed him yeah she holds him accountable yeah she's a sweet amazing lovely person lovely person if your daughter is anything like matilde when yeah. you raise your daughter or have a kid you've won if your daughter if your son's gonna marry someone you hope they marry a matilde i wanted to marry matilde <laughs> she's gorgeous I, I straight up when yeah. i went to america there's how much of a fuck with i was i'm like dude I bet I could get Matilda <laughs> to leave Marv for me. Aussie accent, like, oh, surely. Dude, I, I, I remember we were... I, I just, I, I think they are a power unreal, couple. Dude. He yeah. has, for some reason, I think this moto community has forgot that Marv took a year off. Mm. A year. Oh, I mean, that's, we all forget that shit, unfortunately. Right? Like, we, he took a year off with a you know an almost a career ending knee surgery yeah and in and he has came back to the epitome of the pinnacle of the of the sport yeah and won a race hands down like heads straight up, up straight yeah. up like yeah. against the the new almost newly crowned champion right yeah. like marvin um 
I think he's staying at KTM. I heard. I think they're gonna offer, offer him one, one, one more, more year. year. Yeah. And I think that'll be it. And yeah. I hopefully like, maybe. I'm uh, sorry. I don't hope it's it. But if it's his final hurrah, I, how rad would that be for him to end his career with Red Bull KTM? Yeah, so good. Like you know that and, speaks volumes to the kind of man that he is 100 when you can stay on one team roger de coster's program yeah for right. that long you are a great person because he treats it like a job and he he respects everybody man he's honestly to this day one of the best riders i ever worked with in terms of filming and like he would go above and beyond like never once gave you any attitude he he is a stand-up dude ultimate professional and to come back of the yeah like the adversity that he went through and not just that like just people writing him off you know like that would fucking suck good as your last race in this fickle sport and and it's like it's not like i've been fucking singing his praises before he won because it's just like he wasn't gonna do good no he's had some flashes but it's just like he wasn't the same guy and like even in the moto spies like you see a little bit of it i fucking bet dude i bet that they could show a lot more shit of marvin just like you with like so let's say they release some footage of marv that i bet they have don't know for sure i bet they've got footage that if they put out people would be like she should hang it up you know just like the dog he, days he, through he the str- week he struggled by yeah. the to your point everyone has those days too, but i by bet the way. he's had more bad days than for good sure. days for sure this his year determination yeah his willingness you know with having frankie latham behind him and then having to be a second guy he's been a second guy yeah to dunge then he was a second guy to marv to coop I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sorry. I, I'm, I apologize. Yeah, second guy to Dunge, then second guy to Cooper Webb. Yeah, he when you were supposed to be the first place, he was he supposed was. to be the number one guy and learn a little bit. Teach know? Coop what to do. And gosh, that would be taxing, and and you know that Matilde and the Baker Factory program seems to be working pretty good for him. They've adjusted his diet, I know, because his metabolism is so fast. Like yeah, like I feel that good things happen to good people ultimately you know and the neck brace thing <laughs> the neck brace thing like there's another layer to his brother being exactly uh, you know that the, had to be a big decision like his brother's paralyzed in a motorcycle accident whether he had a brace on or i don't Someone, know i don't know 100 percent, but i've had a bunch of people say that he did okay so i'm just gonna take it off for full face value that i don't know for sure so, I had a bunch of people but to say. take it off yeah after your family you know your your family member is paralyzed or even just a race like that. And Huge deal. So, you know, all the diversity, all the shit talkers can, can suck it. Marvin Muscan is a great human being, one hell of a racer. And we're, as a, a global market, we're, we're really lucky to have him in the Supercross Motocross Series. Yeah. No, 100%. And think about, like, the... He's the dude that, like, ushered in the new French generation, too. Yeah. Because you've, you've kind of, like you've kind of got to have uh like this is this was like the thing to like fucking whatever to get uh with chad he never was that dude for aussies ever like burner a little bit a little bit of yeah, Medi, a yeah, li- I like agree. a little bit he brought ferrandis with him he yeah so Brian like Mar- yeah marv was like the dude that he was like he put the french flag in american soil and that was like the embassy you know marv was the french embassy yeah chad was the the aussie embassy for like maybe like sharky and but but one that they were like his boys you know like that was his generation but yeah i know at jdr dude there was nothing man 
like oh, he didn't he didn't support like, not a, not no. at all so no. like that's it and, and he hasn't left like Le Big in the whole crew yeah like yeah. he didn't forget his roots yeah right like he's a hundred percent guy more than anything because the owners are French yeah Mark and Ludo right like they love their countrymen obviously yeah. right and yeah. he supports the brand he could probably get more money from Oakley yeah at times but no he wants to be part of his his crew and yeah. he always has got he's always supporting his his country whenever he can yeah you know brian monroe, monroe unfortunately got yeah. a, a you know a paralysis due to racing they took him in yeah he flew to france with him i think yeah like they are they are um salt of the earth type of people and and to be salt of the earth and being be able to race at that level with all that, that long that long like I'm I'm that that picture says it all. Yeah, a hundred percent. And the and fans finally are the stands a little bit, you know. Yeah, it's great. And to bookend the Chad thing, Chad wasn't obligated to do any of that. No. So I, I, I'm saying that of like I'm his friend, and it's like looking back, I'm like fuck, because I, I, I that was my original problem. I was like, I wish you would have been cool to me. Like I was fucking lonely and homesick, and I looked, I was yeah. like, dude, you're the fucking coolest Aussie. And, of all time but who brought Chad over right who did bought, bring Chad over no, but I mean like yes but Dude, Chad no, brought himself yeah, over yeah yeah true so it's like like yeah. maybe like who I got myself here motherfuckers yeah like yeah. I ain't I mean in his own way like and he was in to defend Chad again from my own point he was just on such a crazy level dude like he he comes to America gets thrust into <laughs> like the millions and millions and millions of dollars error boost and then yeah dude he would have been making like 500 grand a year just from a fucking shoe dude oh yeah so you know there's he he's in a different that's a different world so again but to your point it's not a knock on chat he didn't do the fucking french embassy thing you know for the aussies the way that yeah marv looks out for people yeah like just in general right like oh that i'll support you you know like i'll try like yeah he's salt of the the, the family is salt of the earth and i you know i think they're gonna want to start having kids soon and yeah like th- that's goes to that another level but i think right now i think you know there's there's you have two ways of doing it you have the cooper webb way yeah you have the marvin way and it's cool to see them both kind of working out a little yeah bit, that's true right? and uh just complete side note ronan can you please click into the bikini picture oh, just I'm not, it's not this is not about matilda for anyone that's on like the Alden Peds argument, <laughs> can we please all agree that Marvin Muscan is not on fucking Peds? <laughs> can uh, we? Can, I can, wasn't looking at Marvin, but really, yeah, yeah, can that no. be? Can that be a case in point? Yeah, no, he's he's. You know what? He actually has put on weight. Yeah, like he he's just not that. Do you know how he could put on weight real easy? Peds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I mean, you look at Cooper Webb going to perform enhanced. He's flushed after the races because he gutted himself. Yeah, yeah. It didn't come easy. Dude. He's not like he's not his eyes aren't bloodshot because he took a big rip before the main. <laughs> he's bloodshot <laughs> because he left it on the track because yeah. his his heart rate was so high his pupils are popping out of his head. So, dude, redlining. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Coop at uh, Atlanta three. You know, you know how you say like those dudes don't look sketchy; they make oh, it look good. Last lap. God damn, he made Supergirls <laughs> look fucking sketchy, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, the urgency, right? Well, he he wanted to win, yeah, he, and he did, yeah, and like he stole, dude, twelve second, twelve second lead, Ken Roxon, 
and then fuck his save was incredible that was the, the most insanely beautiful save uh, when of you're, a whoop when, crash when you're on you're on but he was on and then he was off and then to get up oh, oh Kenny I'm talking about Kenny yeah, yeah sorry but then and then yeah Coop dude just straight determination man like just milking every point that he could out of that race and then man I don't want to talk any shit on Kenny fucking he ain't gonna win this title it's over Cooper Webb has won the championship Ken Roxon essentially lost the championship I cannot talk shit on Kenny man we said I said it in the Julian podcast just last year we were desperate to Kenny for Kenny to win one race. How Last selfish year. are we? I know. How selfish are we? Yeah. We I were, walked away when he fell down out of disappointment. Yeah. Just one year ago, we were fucking in tears because he finally gets vindication and wins a race. He got lapped this time last year. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, Salt Lake. He right. got lapped. He did. He did. He got lapped. Now he's leading, going away two weekends in a row and makes a mistake. Yeah. So, like, so why can't we get to F one? Yeah, where when our when when your Lando when, dude when your rider gets fourth, yeah. and busts his ass and risks his life just like an F one guy, yeah, and the whole team's cheering for you, yeah. Go when, to um. When does that to, happen? When does that when when are we okay with our best effort? Yeah, go to Lando or like just try and find. There's a clip of um Lando's not my boy by the way. We're fucking team Ricardo, but this gives you a good example of what exactly what you're saying when lando got the podium last weekend in in f1 dude the team just erupted like there's a photo of it right there but there's video man like it might be on the formula one but when does that when when do we as when, a sport this is not what be, we need yeah we need like, to move like, towards this like like i guess mookie we got a little bit of it because it, yeah but as soon as we're comfortable it happens exactly we're like Oh, sure. Expect yeah. it, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean, we're not F one. We're not MotoGP, but we can. You know, Troy Lee Designs does a good job of looking at MotoGP art and mm. looking at how they portray themselves and emulating logos and placement. Why can't we emulate that attitude on the outspoken way where we're so happy for yeah. our, our these riders to yeah. perform? at what their best is in that moment. Like yeah. celebrate Plessinger's fourth. Oh, celebrate yeah. like celebrate a good ride because. Yeah. Instead, There's a bit of moto cool guy that happens there, I reckon, though, you know, like where even like we all fucking this is actually the perfect example of like how shit we are is we all talk shit on Alessi for crying for winning a heat race. Right. But it's like, dude, to him, that was a big deal. That was the Super Bowl, bro. I know. So yeah, you're, you are. I think there's there's layers to that. I could go on and on about yeah. underpaid, like our sport underpaying mechanics and truck drivers and media or, or anyone. Yeah, but teams are closing down. So like, you know, uh, they, they don't even have the money to do it. There's there's a whole top down yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I know, like, I know. But like celebrate. Exactly. It starts by appreciate. Like where if. Okay, if, pause you. Parents. Celebrate your kid's best ride at Loretta Lynn's or at the local club day. Yeah. Like, don't only one winner. When your kid comes off doing his best and gets sixth at their club day, that's Sound their best. an awful lot like participation trophies, Mike's leader. No. <laughs> no. Give them a high five yeah, and say, totally you did agree. your best. Yeah. Don't go buy them a new Range Rover for getting sixth. Yeah. But tell them they did a good job. Yeah, be like, hey, man, hard work. That because was what you had today. Because that comes through. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And uh, speaking on that, last... Uh, last topic uh, is is this the video now? Yeah, yeah, video. yeah. Let's play this real quick. This is for P three. Yeah, so this is for P three, dude. Acted like they. 
yeah, let's go. Because it, it's hard to get. Because it's hard to get. Yeah, dude, they know how crazy it is to get there. They know already. It's like, it goes Mercedes, Mercedes, Red Bull. And then fucking figure it out the rest of years. Yeah. But, so then they got that podium and it was just huge. That team also gets paid for, for, for points by the series. So there's probably something in that as well. Um, but yeah. And then so to just perfect transition, Malcolm gets his podium, rips the lid off the stadium. Malcolm absolutely yes, murders sir. his podium speech. Is there a way to... Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's all right. Like that guy class act I think there's their one clip where he's like yes sir it's his mechanic yes sir yeah really yes sir That's like, so sick. like and he just you could see he just went yes sir again like, it's that just, thinking and knowing man like, like now he's a podium dude he's a podium dude and like he was there like I, I here I think it's a- go back to it look at he just weights off his shoulders yeah finally Dude, Mal- yes, sir. Yeah, Malcolm Stewart is so insanely cool, dude. <laughs> he is such a fucking legend. He is. Um, I, I mean, th- it's just not much to say about that mm. you can't say about Malcolm. He's yeah. he came into a sport where his brother changed the game, right? He had to live up to that. He's Wayne Gretzky's brother. And it's like he's, Tom Brady's brother, but I think he's done such an impeccable job of writing his own yeah. story. Yeah, and he doesn't. He, I, I mean, the whole family's done a great job of managing what is Malcolm Stewart. Mm. He still bass fishes. Mm. He puts the damn work in. Like he's sacrificed. He sacrificed more than James has, as far as like. James would do what he's James earned the right to do when he wanted to do it yeah, where would he want to yeah, say how yeah. he, Malcolm didn't get he that didn't right he never got to dictate his terms and he's like alright I, I want to ride for Star I gotta live here alright I'll live here yeah uh, he, is, he loves Florida he's a Florida boy but he lives six, you know 60% of his, percent he of his Dade time he County son yeah like the dude is in he's yeah. all in yeah. he's putting the work in and dude Rick Gilmore does the suspension. Sunny Coast, bo- Sunshine, you know, Sunny Coast, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Australian guy doing his suspension, like proving the Yamaha's good. That bike is a weapon. Yeah, dude. The Yamaha 450 is a weapon. It has been mudded through the water since his brother came on it <laughs> when it was the first revision of that. Yeah. And for him to, to change, I mean, yeah. it's just so much. I mean, an AP too, podium guy. On yeah. That bike it's just like, I, I love to see, like, we were all waiting for it. Yeah. And and there's there's only Osborne and Brayton kind of really out, right? Osborne mm-hmm. Brayton. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's there. Everyone's there and it's it's hunger time and he's right there. Contract year. He was he could have made some moves on Coop. Yeah. Oh, dude. I was kind of I was kind of cheering that he would just for the dynamic, yeah. not against Coop, but I was like, yeah. dude, make a move. Like, can he get ah, Kenny wins, yeah. Coop goes back, yeah. But he he, he did just, the right thing. He did there, the right thing and still got on the box. Pretty, Malcolm Stewart. And think about this, right? It's fucking gnarly. 2016, lights champion. 2017, skunked for a 450 ride. Nothing. 2018, privateered Suzuki team. Piece of shit, bike, most probably. 2019, Moto Concepts. Concepts. Gets a chance. Kills it. Tony, Tony Alessi. Dude. My fucking boy. Dude, that guy's I bad. I need to get that motherfucker on a podcast. I'll hit him up. Dude, that's gonna... We'll, we'll that's, put him in a group text. That's gotta happen. Oh, he'd be the best. 
Fuck, that'd be weird. It'd be hard. He's he's it'd so be weird. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> so yeah, Moto Concepts, and then kills it. Factory ride, Yamaha, dude. F- so think about just that journey from 2016 to winning to the. Oh, by the way, compound fractures is femur in 2019 on that Moto Concepts bike, faster than fuck at A1, faster than fuck at Phoenix through the whoops before like he was that's right man he was so fast in 2019 dude that, uh, so fucking fast he's had diversity man and like who have we seen go from champ lights championship not getting a 450 ride so like let's forget the lights championship not having a ride in one season and that was 2017 to 2021 you're a podium guy on a factory bike in the most on a bike that was that nobody's been out of podium on except for you and your teammate this year yeah no it, it's it's a Hectic. really really cool storyline yeah. like malcolm stewart and is um he's fun to he's fun to be a fan of yes right like he's got care he's charismatic you want to cheer for him he put he's he's been so solid this year. It's like he he's changed the narrative of hero or hero to zero or yeah. zero to hero and all yeah. in a matter of four weeks. He's like P five, P four, P four, P seven. Oh, bad yeah. night, P seven. Like we're not stoked for him for P seven. Like yeah, the P four. Well, it's not even that we're not stoked. We just don't even talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, it, it's incredible. Like the star, uh, um, brand. Yeah, has really shown the hunger for their their staff like mm. they really have hunger they the team is they want it they want it from every p- person on that from uh. the leader brad to yeah. will Hahn. yeah they they, they they let their riders be forward facing there, there's no yeah. ego i don't think you can have an ego on that team you won't last mm. you won't last from the outside looking in that sounds a lot like you're describing a football team where they talk about this organization you know you hear like you know in like football commentary and like yeah. football they're like this is a great organization you know yeah. that like what you're seeing with star is like hey this is a great organization this is like this is the pats you come here you've got the best head coach you got the best this you got the best that we got this bike the attitude the ethos in the company like this is the this is a good organization that's what star is but by the looks of it you know if you want to yeah. if you want to borrow from other other yeah. references yeah like you're you're in like mm. the, they let Ferranis have the anomaly of like Volman yeah tend to work out for them yeah but I think there's gonna be changes because he's not I mean Volman's not with him right now because he's in Florida so yeah I'm it's impressive to see what Malcolm Stewart I'm super stoked to see like you know even just you know the family having all that stardom as a family and then James ending the way it ended and then James being able to get back in the sport on his terms of chase and Malcolm being able to be a podium guy not even trained technically by his by brother James, yeah. and it's like he's really finding his own legacy and he does yeah. he's great with I mean there's not a kink in his armor where you can't be a fan for Malcolm Stewart he's not a dirty rider yeah he's fast yeah he looks, looks cool, cool. Like, yeah he's funny yeah. like He's kind of like the the older Jet Lawrence to yeah. an extent, right? Yeah. Like he's just, it's it's really cool to see the the, the dynamics. And man. man, like fuck, no homo, but he gets on the box, and then uh, Will asks his first question, just a smile, dude. Oh man, just like a genuine smile. Good and looking like, dude, man. I was just happy. Like, yeah, no homo, just like 
I'm just like, as soon as, like, his smile made me happy. Yeah. I was just like, and, you know, knowing him in person as well and, like, being around him, like, laughing and telling jokes and, like, being the funny dude that he is and you see that smile come at him, I'm like, dude, good on you, man. Like, you deserve to, like, as happy as he was on the podium, you deserve all of that. Uh, The whole, like you said, the whole family, the whole team, he put in all those laps mm. you can't fake it you can't that, that, it's not a heat race and, and it's like you can't just be James Stewart's brother no and by proxy get on the box no. in the 450 class no. in 2021 no. you're not getting that ride because of James no you're not like there's a no way was that handed to him at all like to break your femur the way that you did to come from not having a right like dude honestly he did you don't he took the a, toughest way oh. through he really like, he didn't choose it he had to take the toughest route yeah in, in the economic state of moto yeah was nothing was there for him yeah they, he had a bit of a plague because of what had happened before with how hard the stewards were to work with talking about changing the narrative would they you could arguably say now he's probably one of the easiest, easiest guys, guys to work, work with. with. Yeah. Like I've not worked with him, but I don't hear anything bad. Yeah. And he's performing. Yeah. So Malcolm Stewart, thank you for being you. Like continue to be you. Like I would love like selfishly I'd love to see him do some outdoors if he was really willing to race him like he's raced the Supercross series. Yeah. If he was willing to do that, like Daddy Man's gonna be tough for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but Dude. man like i i saw an interview where he like almost entertained it yeah yeah i'm sure he would i saw like those like, videos uh, of him I riding just, outdoors i mean I, I was surprised yeah i think he will get more pressure if christian can't come back yeah yeah if christian can't race then he'll do the first few rounds or whatever but um and also maybe we need to find the clip of this is just me patting myself on the back i also said Nah, Malcolm will race his way into shape. He wouldn't. He's not fit. He won't be fit for these first few <laughs> rounds. I was like, he'll get on the box at some point. Dude, two rounds to go. Yeah, it made it happen. Um, speaking of making it happen, Mike Sleater, this is a great podcast. Thanks, bud. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for being my fucking guy. Yeah, dude. I'm. It's it's just getting better here in Oz. I, I it's been a, a t- it's been three months, a little over three months here That's in Oz. Crazy. And uh, you got you guys had me in like fresh off the boat. Yeah. And day day out of quarantine. Yeah. So it's it's been there's been more good days than bad days. Like miss yeah. my family, miss my friends, but the community that Gypsy has allowed me to have a platform yourself and the crew here and just kind of diving in, man. Being yeah. having my new gig at MX Store. I was gonna say congratulations. Yeah, yeah. On that. I'm stoked. The MX Store fams let me in. Um, you know, to to be involved with them, I still get to work with Intense Cycles as an ambassador and and do that. But being a part of like a core MX crew and and having a team to work with and spearheading some cool projects and um, what my title is. There's no titles at MX Store. Like vibe my, guy. Moto vibe guy. I, my job is to the share the love animal. of riding and yeah. can encourage people to ride more. Yes, I'm pounding keys. Yes, I came here after work. But I'm going to the next round of nationals to hang out and, and watch these bad dudes go race. I'm, I can, you know. Manji. I have some cool projects coming up. The Wreckers the Checkers project. Yeah. We bought a bunch of bikes off Gumtree. So are you are you selling yours? Can, should we try and sell it on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, my, my have life, you got an ad? Uh, not yet, not yet. Let's do an ad right there. Show <laughs> us some pictures. I don't I don't think I have a, a just a, a a little I don't have like a, a banger of just the bike, but I did a okay. Chad Reed replica. Yeah. 
of a not really a replica chattery themes look alike yeah. look alike 2016 yeah got it off Gumtree flipped it in like so is it for sale now not yet probably end of the week I I, I, it's my, I haven't had a bike of my own you yeah, let me ride yeah. a bike so I got it I wanted to go ride with my kid go ride Pimp and Dust and go have some fun and dude I just having Pimp my own <laughs> just have my own bike like loading up my kids yeah fuck it and dude. go ride my own bike and it turned out to be a weapon of a bike it, it sounded unreal yeah, yeah so it's it's a really really so what 05 2016 06. what yeah yeah so how I, much you selling for how much am I selling for yeah. I'm gonna put it up for 7500 you dog cunt COVID times fucking yeah, inflation you just inflation. fucking taking full advantage of you <laughs> fucking dog cunt like <laughs> hey I, 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 I found if you could if, woof fucking woof <laughs> like, yeah. there's a you know it's supply and demand I, uh, I'm yeah, buying yeah. A, I'm buying a house in these times let alone a dirt bike well so. you got your fucking deposit right <laughs> you dog <laughs> No, it's rad. Like I, I got. It feels good to have my own. My my container arrived. Oh. So um. I get my bikes into next week. So what have you got? You got a one twenty five matching twisted twisted development. Oh. Did the motors and then into suspension, and it's like a little bit of America here. Like yeah. I've had some rad engine guys and suspension guys in Australia. They're like, hey, whatever settings you want, like get them over here. We'll service your stuff. Just like. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna get there's this this little engine four stroke that everyone's raving about that 350 thing. Oh. I'm once I'm settled, I'm gonna try to find a 350. Yeah. Um, like hopefully I don't get bent over like I'm gonna bend someone over on my bike. Yeah. <laughs> no, like seriously, like like the 350 is gonna be my next four stroke. Yeah. Like how I get it, what is it white, orange, make it red, whatever it is. That's the bike I'm gonna ride in Australia. Like yeah. that's what I want to make. It the tracks suit it to suit a it. Yeah, Southeast Queensland especially. So it's like, um, we'll wait to see what happens there. The KTM crew's been pretty cool. So they were bummed on my Yamahas, but I'm like, man, I'm Switzerland. I'm just riding what I what yeah. I bought. So yeah. yeah, I'm excited to just get a little more rooted here in in Australia and mx store giving me a home base and and ride my bicycles with everyone like yeah. i'm gonna ride with your brother this week you yeah know, he so. fucking rips dude. yeah so i don't so it'll be good no nah, you'll good. you'll you'll enjoy riding with maddie sick man well thanks for having me boys i yeah. appreciate it and uh for the record i put my money where my mouth is i bought my 350 i know you did so just for everybody listening i ain't out here fucking hucking products yeah, just trying to be on the sale i'm living it i bought my 350 i didn't want to give it back didn't see the option yeah. i didn't i just didn't yeah i just no we're like i when i heard rhino saying that about the 350 and he rides a honda 450 like it, it's the bike and yeah. we could i it, just i wish everyone would make one i know could you imagine like ktm the ktm group dude like i i don't have a skin that. in the game dude yeah, like we know yeah. that i bought yamaha's because it's affordable and it's, it's just it's just timeless kind of right yeah for two strokes I love the 350 for where I'm at. Like, I don't yeah. need more. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go that fast. Yeah. I like Pimp of Dust because the track could only hold so much speed. Yeah. Oh, if, dude, for right? sure. Right? That was fun. And like, you add the extra inertia in the way. Yeah, yeah just... it's fun, man. Like, it, it's it's going to be cool. Like, uh, before we go, I saw Coffs Harbor's opening up, like, in two weeks. Oh, yeah. And they're having, like, a ride day, so... I think I'm going to check that out. It's like three I'd, hours away. I'd, I'd do that. Yeah. If, like, I, if I can, I'd, I'd Yeah, like they're having a, like a private day Saturday, then an open club day Sunday. I no, Once again, no plugs. I just want to share. Like, yeah, yeah. It's opening no, up. Shit, yeah, dude. it's. It, I think ProTrack built the track. 
perfect. And it's it's like it looks insane. Like I'm full fanning out on Instagram, but like Where, what's the Instagram? Let's give him some. I think it's Coffs Harbor Ryan, MX. Ryan yeah, knows. it's it's uh, uh, dude. The track looks that's so the stadium one. I think, dude. Go back. Let me look. Oh no, here it is. Coffs Harbor MX NSW. Oh, so maybe it's just on their story, but like they had an unreal. Oh, sick. Yeah, image. I'd be down to do that. Yeah, so... I'm kind of needing some new shit to ride, to be honest. Also, we, while we're doing some fucking shout-outs, QMP. Whew, been good, huh? Dude, it was so good yesterday. That's so rad. So fucking... So let me let me say what, tell everyone what we're doing with this Trekkers the Re- Wreckers the Checkers oh, project. Oh, yeah, 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 Okay, so we, the crew at MX Store, we have Nigel, Micmac, and uh, Dylan. Yeah. They bought three bikes off... Gumtree. Gumtree, and, or Marketplace. Yeah. They have a $6,000 budget. At MX Store. At MX Store to buy the bike and fix it and rebuild it. Oh, it's total. Total. Sick. Um, And wait till you see what they got, man. Like, there's three different types of bikes. That have, yeah. Each bike's going to have its own storyline. Yeah. And then we're going to build these bikes through an eight-episode series on YouTube. Yeah. So everyone can follow along with the build. We did a, a full rebuild of a, the container to make a workshop. So, wow. like, just like we could do, like, yeah. it's not just turnkey, like, yeah. team come in. We've all laid a hand in it. And then once the bikes are built and finished, we're going to ride them, do a little con. It's kind of like an amazing race contest through yeah. it as well. Yeah. Once the bikes are done, we're going to sell them and donate 100% of the proceeds into a club of, cho- of choice. Yeah, sick. So we're, you know, we're going to put, let's, those bikes are going to be sick. So hopefully seven, eight grand yeah. for these bikes will go into a club. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, Stanmore or any, not just. That would be so not, cool. So the MX store is really about letting people ride more and we're not going to give a check. We're going to do a, like if they need a new starting gate, they need a new water yeah, system. Yeah. We're going to contribute to that product. Yeah. So tune into MX stores, social, find out what we're doing. Like, I'm sure I'll be yeah. back on kind of yeah. have you come over, check them out. Dude, like it's sure. going to be a rad every Friday. We'll have it slotted for the guys to build. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be, a, I'm stoked. That's my first big project. I'm pretty excited yeah. about it. No. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's everything's going to be, have to be purchased through MX store. Yeah. Like show the consumer how the process is. Yeah. But the three bikes have a really cool story that will really, um, Everyone will, be able to, everyone will be able to relate to these bikes. Yeah. So it'll be neat. Perfect. Dude, thanks so much. All right, bud. Enjoy it. As thanks, always. bud. Cheers. You're my dude. And um, thanks to Ronan. Um, and yeah, fucking rock on. Super Gross Companion this week. We got to do it. Yes, Final. Ab- absolutely. Perfect. Bye. Oh, thanks, dog. Oh. Dude, 2002 RM250 two-stroke. Oh. 2002.